Hello, good evening. My name is Richard. This is Over and Over and Over Again. A slightly earlier time than usual for the Arsenal Women's Week for this week due to there's some little tournament going on somewhere that people seem to want to watch for some unknown reason. But anyway, um, we thought we'd try and squeeze this in in between the two games tonight. Uh, although one of them looks like it might overrun a little bit due to penalties. It seems like it's going that way. But anyway, hope you are going to look forward to this show with us. It's been a good week for the Arsenal women, of course, two very nervy victories, one in the WSL against Everton, one in the Champions League against Juventus. We're going to look at those two games. We're also going to look at the fact that we're suddenly getting some players back fit again, which is nice to see. Um, we've got another big week coming up, um, two of the last three games before Christmas. We've got Aston Villa away on Sunday and then Leon visit the Emirates on Thursday in the Champions League. So lots and lots to get through. So we need to get started. Running there of Beth Mead. Beth Mead's in behind, plays it across. Caitlin Ford's going to score and she has scored. This fast start has been rewarded for us. So we are back on our Friday night slot. It's a little bit earlier than usual due to various other events, but it's good to have the whole gang with us tonight. Andreas, of course, good to see you again, my friend. Are you okay? Yeah, not bad at all. And looking forward to the show and what we have to discuss. Yeah, I mean, obviously back from London as well. You tripped last weekend, which was it was good to get you on the show from Meadow Park, and that was nice to, to see as well. Another win. Yeah, which was great. Um, Matt, as well, good to see you again. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm good. I'm looking forward to the show and looking forward to being down at Villa Park. Unfortunately, they changed the times last minute again, didn't they? They are, didn't they have yeah. to? So well, it's um, not in anymore. Uh, no, originally it was meant to be a two o'clock. Yeah, it, it yeah. From twelve o'clock. Oh, yeah. Now it's moved to a quarter past to four. So um, oh, right. it, it, it's it's a bit of a mad one, really. Yeah, no, they don't. They don't think about fans going to games. They just think about what suits them for TV. We've said this before, and unfortunately, that's what they've done. They've they've moved this kickoff three times, as you said. It's it's been all different times, and they finally settled for one. But yeah, it's a bit of a bit of a pain. But anyway, um, we'll talk about that a bit later. And Amar as well. Good to sort of see you in the dark. Leah, are you okay? Yeah, all right, mate. Yeah, not too bad. Yeah, just switch the TV off. I'll find out what happens later. Let's just focus on this now. Yeah, no, I'm looking forward to it. Bring it on. Let's say. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So, I mean, obviously, the best place to start, really, go back to last weekend. It was a really, really important game, wasn't it, for us? And luckily, we came out on top. Now, there was a lot of um, good things from this game. Obviously, one was the fact that we won, which was the most important thing, which is what we all need, what we needed to do. Obviously, Viv was back in the goals in the WSL. Good to see her back. Had a good game she had as well. One of her best games of the season. And, of course, the big highlight of the game was, of course, Leah Williamson coming back from injury and getting on the pitch in the second half. Brilliant to see her back on the pitch again. So, Overall, yes, we could have won three or four nil. We should have won three or four nil. And in the end, we were hanging on a little bit in the last five minutes. But um, the most important thing is to get the victory, and that's what we did. I mean, Andreas, obviously, you were at Meadow Park. I say we we um, we, we spoke to you in the stadium. I mean, what did you make of the performance overall? Because I actually thought we played well, but in the end, it was very nervy, wasn't it? The last ten minutes seemed to go on forever, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, um, as you said, a nervy 
uh, match at least in the end and but uh, it was a match uh, in which you can't lose any points because we were mm -hmm. we so and we had so many chances especially in the second half uh, but of course the last uh, minutes uh, there were two very good saves for manu and yeah uh, it, it was possible that uh, Everton takes one one point uh, from Meadow Park, and uh, and if this uh, had happened, then everybody would have, how how could we lose uh, their uh, points? Because the second half uh, there were situations when, when the ball was in the six yards box, and and I thought uh, <laughs> get the ball over the line, and yeah. we've tried three times, and uh, it didn't get over the line. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, yeah, but uh, the positive thing is uh, we were really dominant uh, and and we deserved the win. The first mm -hmm. half wasn't wasn't uh, the best. Uh, we, yeah, we were the better team, but not not so many chances. So, uh, but the second half was much better, and I think we would have deserved a three nil, four nil, and nobody would have said anything against it. But uh, well, we. Mm -hmm. we we kept the three points. We had uh, 20 minutes come back from Leah uh, Williams. And so, uh, yeah, the positive effects yeah. were, were enormous. And, and yeah, being in, in, in the stadium at Meadow Park was very good for me. That the, this live feeling. And uh, yeah, it, it was, all in all, it was good. <laughs> but mm -hmm. uh, the nervy part uh, was not necessary. <laughs> No, it, it wasn't, and it, it, it did cause a few more kind of uh, issues for us than it should have done. But, I'll, you know, if, if you look at, I mean, last season, how many games did Chelsea win 1-0? Um, you, know, mm -hmm. and, and you know, they scraped through a few games, didn't they? And that's what you have to do. You don't, you're you not always mm -hmm. going to win games 3-4-0. You're not always going to take all your chances. And the most important thing, ultimately, is a win. I've said it loads of times. I'll take a 1-0 win every single game, and that's mm -hmm. fine. Yeah, the heart doesn't like it, especially in the last five minutes, but, you yeah. know, Ultimately, the three points at the end of it, what matters. And yes, the performance was good overall. I thought, yeah, we definitely deserve to win. If we'd won 3-0, that would have been a more fair reflection on the game. But um, we'll have to take the 1-0, uh, take the three points. And hopefully at the end of the season, there'll be three important points again. And that's what that's what it's yeah. about, isn't it, really? We, it was important, wasn't it? You know, it was that first... Um, our first game in the in the league since the Man United game. It was so important that we won. We couldn't afford to drop points again. Um, and... We, we got the we got the victory in the end, yeah, and it was good, and it seemed like a good atmosphere at the stadium as well. Andrew, would you say that it, it seemed to be uh, the crowd were really behind the team, wasn't they? Yeah, yeah, of course, and uh, the the stands uh, <laughs> made made uh, chance, and then duel uh, was it duel uh, from from north stand with with east stand. So I think uh, uh, you could hear uh, the the fans and the atmosphere and and girls were. Uh, the, the spectators and yeah it was about 4,000 so mm. uh, I think this this is normal now that we have nearly sold out uh, Meadow Park and uh, after the match uh, it was okay the stewards were not so strict as, as I read uh, from last time uh, yeah there was a chance to, to get some photos uh, I, I, I got Laura Winwater uh, finally for the first time and, and then yeah. uh, we when all was was settled, then Beth came out, and uh, yeah, you know Beth. Uh, she she goes around and she writes autographs, makes photos. The steward said, "Ah, Beth, no, no, you have to go to the dressing room." Uh, everybody heard, <laughs> but Beth Beth didn't hear it. <laughs> she she continued writing autographs as if uh, she hadn't heard uh, the steward. So this was good. Uh, I think all in all, the atmosphere was good, but for 
for next season. So there, there must be some some thoughts whether Meadow Park is getting too small for for the home matches. Mm. Yeah, it's getting to that point, isn't it? Now, obviously, we we thought that you know the, the new enthusiasm for women's football this season after the Euros and stuff, and it's good that they're, they're selling out. But ultimately, we want more people to be able to watch the games. Guess what? You know, we want to get more people in the stadium, yeah. and you can't overfill it. So it is an issue. But obviously, the games coming up. Obviously, the the, the next games at the Emirates again. So that, that solves that problem for now. But yeah, going forward, it's something they're going to have to look at. But I think we've got a an agreement with Meadow Park until the 2024, I believe. So. Mm-hmm. We may have to get through the next couple of seasons as we are, perhaps. I don't know, but we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Matt, what did you make of that the Everton game overall then? Because, I mean, you know, we, we won. It was a decent performance. Mm-hmm. Leah was back. It was all good, really. But at the end, we could have done without those nerves, couldn't we? Yeah, it's just before I do touch on that, a lot of that atmosphere that Andreas was talking about, that's all come from the Women's Sporters Club. People yeah. have actually been asking to get us come together. So, you saw when you saw... Um, on the FA player or the North Bank and and a lot of the you wouldn't be able to see the East Stand because of where the TV coverage was coming from yeah. that, that must have been full I would imagine and that was where a lot of the noise was coming from and that's all come from someone coming together and saying hey we need to start creating an atmosphere um, he's doing really well he's trying if they're trying to get more people involved they're trying to get songs going left right and center yeah. I can probably do a few of them for you tonight, but one of them is a very wordy, and I'm not a huge fan of it. To um, <laughs> Mr. Brightside, so if, for those that don't know, uh, some people around my sort of age think Mr. Brightside's next the best thing since sliced bread, and it's <laughs> the unofficial official anthem of uh, of the people. Um, but yeah, the game itself. Um, there's a lot of things to cover. You've got Everton. This would have been the game that they would have said, right, OK, let's test ourselves. We're, we're going up against title contenders. Let's see how we can deal with that. Mm-hmm. Emily Ramsey, um, she's been in and out of the game, the, uh, the uh, sticks for Everton. She's been fantastic at times. And it was one of those games, wasn't it, where the fact that she was just, saving things after saving things and a, a fantastic from uh, Je- uh gabby george as well who i thought also was brilliant she's very consistent you can see why she's in the england squad but i don't understand why she's not getting there okay lucy bronze is ahead of her but you would have thought she's 24 now she needs to be up there consistently and she needs, i think to get her to the next level she needs a arsenal or, or um mm-hmm maybe a city to come in for her and say would you like to try and see how far you can go obviously arsenal now laura and also in that area um but it's if what we're seeing is a different everton side that we were seeing last season last season they would have seen this game and it would have been four or five nil at half time uh they mm-hmm. would have probably been a bit staggered and wouldn't and they would have probably ended up losing it six nil but um <laughs> The biggest right. credit has to go to Viv for doing the most Viv thing, coming on <laughs> from the first minute and taking that, taking and scoring that goal. It was just fantastic to see. She um, she just enjoyed herself being on that pitch. She just, I think, she when she, uh, everything, a lot of the media attention was on her, and she just it was like a water off the duck's back, and she got it over and done with. 
Are you celebrating Fib scoring? <laughs> no, I'm thinking it's hot in here. I'm taking my job. He's doing a Chloe I'm Kelly celebration there, isn't he? I don't know. I'm thinking it's too hot in here. Let's get stuffy in here. It's too uh, stuffy. I'm not finding out what happened in the shootout till later, so don't tell me. But anyway. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, I just it was nice to see. To be honest, it was one of those games where you could have thought, you know what, it could have been three or four, like Andrea said. I th- and perhaps it could have been even more if you think about it, because of the, all those blocks on. the on the line or mm, just yeah. in that six yard box, those couple of bundles. I, th- I think even Steena's accidental shot that just rolled across it, it, all it needed yeah. was a little deflection and then that's in. And you're talking mm. about maybe centimeter or two centimeters or something like that. And that's got, that's at least going in, but it, it, it's a game of margins and we won, we got the three points and that was the important thing. Um, mm. But, if we're going to win these games and we win them, it's a test not only for ourselves to be on the champions path, but to also get it over the line. And that was something we didn't do against United. We, we uh, didn't we didn't deserve to lose, but we lost because we lost concentration in that game in the last ten minutes. And mm-hmm. yeah, and this time yeah. we saw it out. So um, yeah, hopefully it's something that we can go and keep going with if i'm honest with saturday i hope it's not like that because there's a lot of quality on show and i think i think we'll be expecting a lot more from this game yeah i mean every game is is tough these days isn't it in the wsl you don't really get the sort of easy games that you used to get i know obviously chelsea won was it eight nil wasn't it last week against leicester but generally the games are a lot you know most games are tough and you've got you've got to play well to, to win and yeah, I'm not expecting much different um, against Aston Villa as against Everton and against anybody else, really. We need to go and play good football. and our, We play our best. We've got a good chance of beating most teams, as as we've seen. But, but yeah, I mean, uh, the, the, the lack of goals, or not so much lack of goals, but the goals have dried up a little bit, haven't they? And I don't suppose it's any coincidence since Beth's been injured. We've only scored three goals in the three games that, that we've yeah. played. You know, before that, we were sort of averaging over two a game. So... Clearly, that's that's been a, that's been a factor, and it's something that we need to sort out. You know, we need to work on either the players that we've got a, a way to, to to relieve that issue, or by um, signing somebody in January. That they're the two options we've got, really, aren't they? So, but it's it's a, it's a little bit of an issue at the minute. But you know, if we keep keeping clean sheets, one goal is going to be enough. But you know, are we going to talk? Before I forget, are we going to talk about the uh, current rumor, or are we going to save that for later on in the show? We'll, we'll, no, we'll talk about that after, yeah, because there is a, there's a couple of rumours, actually. But, yeah, there, there's one big one in particular. Um, Amar, then we'll, we'll just finish on the Everton game. Now. I mean, what, what did you yeah. make of the performance? Because, I mean, we played well, but, you know, it could have been another Man United, couldn't it, in the last five minutes? Because, and that would have been an absolute disaster, bearing in mind. We yeah, as I was saying, as I was saying when I joined in with your watch along, yeah, it was, it did get really nervy towards the end. I, I, um we would look like we might end up paying. I was thinking all along as we were going along, we might end up paying for our profligacy. Mm. We had so many chances, but we, we in the end we dug in well. And sometimes that's what you got to do. You got to realise sometimes it's not always about <clears throat> taking all your chances. You have to dig in and show resilience against the opposition. And you have to, as Matt was saying, Everton have a really improved side, and you can see well how, how they even even though they've ended up losing against all the big teams this season, they've even given it a good game. So. We did well to hold them out. There was that scare at the end when Manu had to make the save from 
can't remember who had the effort on goal, but yeah. Well, that was a fantastic wide. save. That was a really good save. It was really, really, yeah. yeah. Wide free kick. I can't remember who it was. I think it was, was it Lucy Graham or somebody at the shot? Yeah, Lucy Graham, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but it was a really good save. And uh, their keeper also had a blinder as well, made at least four or five really good saves. But ultimately, we did what we had to do. We did what we had to do and uh, we saw the game out. And yeah, onwards and upwards. But hopefully against the, against the teams who have also shown improvement, like, for example, the Aston Villa team at the weekend, will definitely have to be more clinical. So whilst it was a good win, Oh, whilst it was a good win, yeah, we'll have to. We'll definitely can't always rely on our defensive stability to uh, bail us out in future. No, it, we we don't. But the good news is, obviously, Leah's back, and it looks as though uh, Hafaela yeah. Souza is going to be back because she came on against Juventus as well. Yeah, so um, I think with those two back at the heart of the defence, then maybe yeah. we can rely on our defence to keep clean sheets, mm-hmm. and you know we'll win one 0 every week. But but yeah, I mean. Yeah, I mean that's pretty well summed up actually. You know, we we um we're not gonna be able to win one nil every single week. We do no. need to get that second goal. Um, and we need to find a way to 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 take these chances because we have the last three games in particular, we've missed a lot of opportunities to wrap the games up and it's yeah. and it's been frustrating, but ultimately we're getting good results. Um and actually after Everton, obviously we played Juventus at the Emirates on, on Wednesday, and that game actually turned out to be Almost a repeat of the Everton game in many ways, didn't it? An early goal, couldn't get the second, and then almost hanging on a little bit, and a, and a good save from Manu Zinsberger when it when it matters. So we'll have a little look at the Juventus game as well because that was an important victory again. And yeah, we're almost almost through now, aren't we? We're so close with two games yeah. to play. Um, we, we basically need a draw, I think, don't we, in, out of the two games? And it, it seems likely we'll get it. But until we've sealed it, we're not going to get too carried away. But, I mean, the most important thing, I said it at the beginning, we needed four points, really, from the Juventus games. We got four points from the Juventus yeah. games and we perhaps deserve more. Uh, we should have won over there, really, but we got the point. And, yes, we won the game on Wednesday and it wasn't necessarily the most fluid performance, was it? But we, we got the early goal. We had other opportunities. We couldn't take them and then... Yeah. It's always the same, isn't it? If you if you only one nil up and, and you don't get the second goal, you're you're in danger of conceding from a set piece or from a counter attack or whatever it might be. And again, it was a nervy a nervy finish, wasn't it? The last ten minutes again seemed to go on forever. But um, the main thing was we did again manage to see the job through. I mean, ten points out of twelve from that group has been fantastic. I mean, what a, what a start it's been, what a group stage it's been. When you think last year the struggles that we had in the group stage to to be in this position now in what was a very tricky looking group has been fantastic. Now we just need to finish it off. And of course, the good news again was seeing Hafaela Souza come on for the last. Yeah, well, she came on midway through the second half, didn't she? About an yeah. hour or so came on, didn't she? For Leah. Um, mm-hmm. So they're easing them two back in, aren't they? Gradually, and hopefully they, they hopefully they both play on, at the weekend. But it was a it was a big victory. I wouldn't necessarily say it was our, our best performance. And at the end of the season, I don't think we'll remember that game too much. <laughs> Will we? It'd be one of them games that you just you don't really remember too much about, but it doesn't matter. You got the we got the three points, and yeah, I mean, Andreas, what did you make of that performance against Juventus? We looked a little bit nervy at times. We played some good football at times. We had some chances, um, and we looked a bit nervy again at the end, didn't we? Yeah, it was similar to the Everton match uh, with with the, the whole story of the match with, with the early goal and then uh, chances to make the second, and, and uh, yeah, we were not clinical, not, not ruthless enough front of the goal uh, yeah but uh, uh, if you think we have 10 points out of 12 
possible points uh, and including a away match at Lyon and away at at Juve. And um, if someone uh, would have said this before Champions League started, uh, we all would have signed this and said, "Okay, give the ten points. <laughs> Let's continue." Yeah, exactly. So, uh, this, this is really really good. And uh, if there's, yeah, of course. Uh, we should have won in Turin and, and we should have scored more at home. But uh, yeah, it's Champions League and, and don't underestimate uh, the other teams. Uh, the Italian teams have made progress and mm. Juve is, uh, last year was uh, also in, in the knockout uh, stage and, and they did, did well uh, as far as I remember. So um, uh, they have a, the, a very experienced manager with Joe Montemurro. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a good team and, and uh, we got four points against them. So this is all in all really okay. Uh, yeah, we were the better team uh, on, on Wednesday. We were dominant, we had more chances. And so I think we deserved the win. Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah, as as we said before, uh, for the Everton match, uh, look at the other teams. Uh, Chelsea scored eight against Blasnia, scored eight uh, in, in uh, Leicester. Uh, United scored five in Spiller, scored three uh, at the Emirates, and, and we only score one goal in every match. This is the problem. And yeah, it should uh, it needs uh, work in training, I think, to, to be more clinical for our strikers. Uh, yeah, but in the end, uh, we've got the three points, and uh, normally we should win in Zurich. Uh, but uh, it would be good to, to keep one point against Lyon, at least one point, yeah. and not yeah. leave it for the final day, because then the pressure is enormous. Uh, when, when you need need a, a point in Zurich or, 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 or win, and then uh, let, let them score the first goal, then, then uh, it will be a nervy match again. So it would be good to, to get the one point against Lyon. But uh, so far, I'm really satisfied uh, with our Champions League season. Right, yeah. No, no, it's, it's been it's been brilliant. Like you said, at the start of the campaign, we would have if we'd offered ten points, we'd have took ten points about each other. But that, like you said, the two toughest away games out of the way, we got four points from those two games. So absolutely brilliant. And yeah, we're almost there. And I'm sure I'm sure we'll go through. I know we we shouldn't take it for granted because if Leon beat us, we'll then be under a bit of pressure going to Zurich, won't we? But um, we should go through, and then you know we can put that to one side. And hopefully then, you know, we can concentrate on the, the, the big games we've got in the WSL and stuff like that. But, yeah, um, it was important that we won that game. And, yes, it, it is. I think that, um, I don't know, maybe the, the players are feeling, obviously, without Beth being in the team, she's so important in goals that she scores and that she assists. Maybe they're feeling a little bit of extra pressure. You know, Steena seems to be missing Beth, doesn't she? She, I don't know, she's... You know, we, we were talking a few weeks ago how clinical she was in terms of chances to goals. It's been brilliant. And yet, in the last few games since Beth's not been in the team, she's suddenly missing chances that usually yeah. she would score. Now, it might just be a coincidence. She might just be having a little run that all strikers go on. But, yeah, maybe there's a little bit more pressure now on the rest of the team to contribute more to the goals. Luckily, Viv stepped up to the mark now, three in a row for her. And I think that's yeah. going to be more of her confidence. Um, and obviously, it was nice to hear... The interview that she gave as well in the week, wasn't it? About that was very good, yeah. Very good. Holiday that she had and the reasons behind it and how important it was. And it was nice to hear that because I was getting a little bit worried actually about Viv, but she didn't look happy. And uh, you're thinking, as she made, did she feel she'd made the wrong decision to sign the contract and all this that and the other? And I was a bit worried about that. But having heard that interview now, it's like it's yeah. clear that 
she was struggling yeah. with her health at the start of the season. The games were there was too many games coming. She she wasn't able to physically recover in time, and that was the reason. And she wasn't enjoying playing because it was becoming difficult for her. Yeah, now play for two weeks. She's come back three games in a row, scored in, looking much much like her old self. You know, her, she was she wasn't far off being player of the match against Everton. She wasn't. Well, she she was given player of the match against Juventus. She's back on best form again, scoring goals, and that's yeah. been. It's been a struggle to, to get through some of these games, but that's been a big positive, the fact that she's now back to getting mm. back towards her best. And that's so important now, isn't it? With Beth out of the team, we need yeah. to be back to her best and scoring goals, creating goals. And that's what we're going to have to... She's going to have to take that responsibility a, a bit more now, isn't she? So that was good to see as well. I mean, Matt, what did you make of the Juventus game? Because it was quite frustrating at times as well, wasn't it? I mean, we got the result, and that's the main thing, but it was quite a frustrating night because we didn't really play to our potential, did we? Yeah, and I'm just just looking at the first ten minutes. You've got Manu who made that big save yeah. uh, in that opening first big couple save. of minutes, and then Stina, um, she, uh, she a couple of times she failed to hold up the ball uh, because she's waiting for those runners. And mm. I know you were talking about I, I, uh, like mentality and things like that. I have the feeling that Caitlin and Stina are sort of needing the Christmas break to come now because. Uh, a, 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 yeah. a little bit more sluggish than they usually are so um they're gonna have to dig in deep to find something um this time around compared to everyone else because you, so a lot of them would have had time off or would have been training with england uh, with their international clubs uh so uh or they would have had a couple of weeks break i i honestly thought that us having that week's break mm-hmm. uh two weeks ago that would have maybe kicked us up on a little bit and we would have probably scored like three goals against Everton and that would have been the start and then maybe get a 2-0 against Juventus. Um, but again, Stina, she finally did score, but mm. she was offside. And the reason why I mentioned yeah. Caitlin was had Caitlin played that ball earlier, earlier yeah. that, that's a goal. And that's that's yeah. 1-0. And then you never know, Vim might have scored later on and then we're not saying sitting here it's saying it's one nil yeah, um, yeah i agree yeah this is the important thing maybe that's the other thing because they're quite sluggish as well mentally fatigued um this the uh, it's the, and we don't have that option to rotate because lena's out beth's out as well mm-hmm. um the only other player that can play up there is katie at the moment um, yeah well, got, and now you've got jordan who mm-hmm. and, Manor can also play that, but Banner's for whatever reason, I've got to keep on beating this drum, isn't it? Uh, no, um, it's not, not playing. Um, Maybe the man's done trust them. And it's, it's it's difficult when you've got a really good forward there that can help with rotation, but she's not getting minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the importance now is trying to swap these players over at the right times, getting that time management right. Um, when Viv scored, I, th- I think that was a huge relief, not only to those in the stadium, but those watching. It's three and three for her now. And yeah. again, it was Viv does as Viv, uh, as she does. She goes and scores those goals that are going to win your games. Um, I think that's the other thing as well. Viv obviously misses Beth as well. Um, <laughs> yeah. About that quite a lot of, uh, about what's going to perhaps happen further down the road, but uh, I'll 
from what I've seen from Leah as well, Leah was playing some really good balls. She looked like she was, but she almost hadn't missed a beat being out and in training. So that was good to see. Um, to be honest, Stina could have had more than one. She, um, had obviously of the offside one, uh, but the ball went over. Um, Okay, and the communication and things like that, it, it, it's causing us a little bit of problems. Um, I'm still getting puzzled by why Jem Beattie's coming on and they're yeah. almost playing her as a forwards. Oh, no. That was a little odd, yeah. It, it, so, like, they'll take, so, Caitlin came off and Jen came on. So, you're just sitting there. I think everyone's in the ground sort of like trying to work out what the formation is because is it is it five at the back? Is it... Jem Beatty up top and just hope for the best, or it is it's very confusing. It's very odd to see happening at the moment, but yeah. I suppose when you're down to your bare minimum and That's you're not willing to put yeah. your academy players on, you go for a Jem Beatty and just say, Right, okay, we'll just settle for mm. what we've got and hope for the best. But last time that happened, it was too little, too late. Chance she yeah. come on a bit earlier. I don't think that got. Uh, we would have probably had that at least three mm. points more. Yeah, I, I do think the issue is we don't have a lot of options on the bench at the moment due to the injuries that we've had. And, you know, it, it was a few minutes to go. I, I think he brought her on just to help us see that game out. You know, yeah. I, he was taking off a forward, bringing on a defender just to say, look, let's just get this 1-0 victory. Let's just get this job done and move on. And I think that's what that substitution was about. Yes, he, he did bring her on up front against Man United, didn't he, a couple of weeks ago. But, I mean, yeah, the option, the, the options on the bench have dis, dis, disappeared. That's, that's the up and down of it. And that's the problem that we've got at the moment. We've had a problem. Hopefully, things are starting to change now. A few players getting back fit again. And hopefully, the bench can be a little bit stronger going forward in the next few games. Maybe the Christmas break, as you said, is coming at a good time for us. You know, we've got three more games left to play. Two in the... Yeah. One in the WSL and two in the Champions League. And then I think everyone can have a rest. Hopefully some of these injured players have got a chance to come back. Yeah. And then, you know, January, we need to start well because we're playing Chelsea first game. But um, we've got a nice break. And I think that that has come at the right time for us, hopefully. And yeah, I mean, some of the substitutions have seemed a little strange in recent weeks. But you look at who's on the bench and what options we've got. You know, there isn't a lot else to, to say. Right. Really. I mean... Terry's in the chat and Terry says at least Dina is still making those runs and having chances. Yeah. I'd be worried more if she wasn't. Yeah, no, I agree. She's I think what's happening is it's part of um this Beth Mead situation because Beth Mead will get the ball in quicker and Steena's making them runs and she's not getting the ball in, she's offside more, and maybe she's then snatching at chances because the chances aren't coming as as many as she, she would maybe have been used to and stuff. So I don't know if that's all connected. But yeah, I mean, Steena's making the run. She's working so hard. She's playing well overall. But yeah, she's missed a few chances lately. And she needs a goal to go in. A miss kick needs to bobble in the corner, doesn't it, for her? And then I'm sure she'll go off on a run again um, and score a few more goals. But yeah, we want to see her scoring. Um, Terry says there, leave Super Jen alone. Well, no. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not having a go. I'm not. It's just. It yeah, wasn't having a go. Um, it wasn't. You've got when, um, when it when she does come on. Usually it's just it's a centre back for centre back. It's not usually mm. Caitlin off for Jen. It's it's just a yeah. bit of an oddity and it is a bit puzzling. Like just formation wise, I don't know if anyone else kind of see where she plays if she's not playing. The only other thing I could imagine is she's playing as a midfielder, and. They're yeah. putting other players forwards. 
I think it's just because once she's got experience in those sort of games to help see them games out, I think that's why he's bringing her on. Not necessarily to play in a particular position, just to show a bit of leadership and experience on the pitch to help mm. the team get through those last few nervy minutes of game sometimes. And I think that's what it was the other night. And I didn't really mind that substitution too much. I mean, no. Caitlin had run herself into the ground. She was, you know, everywhere the, the other night. She covered every single blade of grass on the pitch. But, um, yeah, it's, you know, Jim Beatty's got that experience. And I think that's why she's going to be important. And she has been important in recent games. And I think she's going to be important um, for the next few games as well as part of the squad coming on, doing a job when she's needed. And I think that's important. So, yeah, I mean, we all want to see attacking players come on and score loads of goals. But sometimes at the moment, we just got to, we've got to get through these games, try and get as many points as we can. And then hopefully we'll be regrouped in January and, and start again. And hopefully we can keep getting some goals, more goals back in the, in the game. Yeah, that's what we need to do. I mean, Emma, what did you make of Juventus then? Because, yeah, it was, it was three points. Uh, it was a good, a very important victory. And we got the job done, but it, it wasn't the best performance that we've produced this season, was it, really? Let's be honest. <clears throat> nah, it wasn't the greatest game overall as a spectacle, to be honest. But we nullified after the early chance for, I think it was for Girelli, who uh, forced that good save of Zinsberg. He should have done better, obviously. Yeah. But, um, other than that, they didn't really have test us much after that. Whether it was an inability to want to put the ball into the box and test out our defence, or they just didn't seem to. At times, it just felt like to me that they didn't have an idea of what to do out there. It seemed like well, there was a lack of ideas or lack of confidence. But they, they, we, we uh, our shape and our our lines were good, and we were able to basically see out their threat. And ultimately, mm-hmm. yeah, we were able to see out the game very comfortably. I thought, um, apart from. Apart from that chance in the first minute, Julia Grosso, I think it was had a good effort from distance that was comfortably saved by Manu. Other than that, once we scored, which we deserved, we don't after that early chance rather we dominated the game. It was a good build-up play by Stina, and Viv for doing what Viv does best, finishing with on the half volley, which was a great finish in the top corner. And yeah, we did create chances after that, but um, again, once again, it was a bit similar story to the Everton game. We didn't really take them, and we had promising positions. Like I remember in the first half when. Um, I think it was because it Katie could have been picked out of the far post when Stina well, forced to save out of uh, Pauline Perumanian, was it? I can't remember, but yeah, it could have squared it to Katie at the back post, would have had a tap in, and then it would have been a bit yeah. maybe easier after that. But no, yeah, again, their keeper did well, with, we know it well from our time at Arsenal. It's a worry for you, Amar, just Sorry? the fact that. They're not squaring it to each other as well. Yeah, the easier option. I think the decision making overall in the final third has to be a little bit better. I think yeah. so. Yeah, it does. That's where yeah. that's where that's where the, maybe that's why the goals aren't coming. Like with that chance yeah. for, but like when who when she came out to prevent Caitlin, otherwise Caitlin was in. Yeah, maybe she could have just maybe just got there ahead of Pauline. But other than that, she, Katie was unmarked at the back post, and yeah, we struggled to break them down a bit after that. But after that, but overall, I'd say we dominated the game, and ultimately. We saw it out, and yeah, if you'd offered ten points out of possible twelve at the start, but when we, when the draw came out, we'd have snapped your hand off. So yeah, no, but we definitely need to be more clinical going forward. But overall, I thought our defense, our, overall, I thought our shapes and and lines were pretty good. No, we were. Yeah, I mean, we, we yeah, I, I kind of agree in that final third. Yeah, the decision making wasn't the best on on Wednesday, and it hasn't been the best in the last couple of games. If we're honest, you know, we're missing opportunities and stuff. But yeah, I mean. I kind of agree with Terry as well. You know, if we wasn't creating chances, I'd be more worried than the fact that we're missing chances because eventually we've got enough quality in that team that the goals will start going in if we keep creating opportunities. They will start to go in. 
I'd be, I would be a lot more worried if we wasn't yeah. creating those opportunities. And yeah, a little bit more, uh, a little bit more composure is needed, isn't it, in inside the penalty area and in that final mm. third? And then I'm sure we'd be fine. Um, I mean, there's a lot more positives than negatives anyway. You know, we yeah. bounced back from the Man United game, three games in a row without defeat. Yes, we're not scoring many goals, but we're not conceding too many either. So that's the other yeah. side. I mean, I have to say as well, I, I want to give Laura Wainwright a massive credit for the oh, other yeah. night. She's been brilliant. She had yeah. Bierenstein in her back pocket. She was absolutely phenomenal the other night. She was brilliant. And, you know, she's had a great season. Fantastic. I just thought yeah. she was, that's, the best, that's her best performance, I think, of the season against Juventus the other night. I thought she was absolutely brilliant. And, she's not you know, great to go forward either, which is good to see as well. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, she got forward well. And I mean, Bierenstein had caused us a lot of problems in the first game, got the goal. And I think, yeah. you know, Jonas had pointed her out as being the, the big danger. And she is, and she was. Um, but Laura just was absolutely all over from the start. You know, she didn't give her a second, did she? And in the end, I think, you know, she, she moved positions a bit, Bierenstein, didn't she? To try to get some space somewhere else. And Laura just followed her and, and, and shut her down. So that was brilliant from her. Um, and yeah, she's getting better and better every week. And she's becoming such an important player. And, you know, Noel Moritz has done nothing wrong. She didn't do anything wrong last no, season. No, no, no. But she can't get in the team because of how brilliant Laura is. And that's... That's what you want. You want situations like that. The player comes in and you can't leave them out because of how well they're playing. And mm. I feel a bit sorry for Noel because she's done nothing wrong. As I say, she's a great player. Yeah. But Laura has been phenomenal. And that, that performance the other night, that was that was a highlight of the game for me, her performance. I just thought she was unbelievable. Just brilliant, brilliant. Yeah, she was fantastic, yeah. Yeah, she was. She should have got a player of the match. I know it went to Viv in the end because she got the goal. <laughs> yeah. Went to Steph Catley. Yeah. Was, well, that wasn't, Steph Catley got the other night, did she? Yeah, Steph Catley got the UEFA one. The um, oh, is it? Women's Supporters Club went to uh, Viv. To Viv, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought Laura should have got should have got something because uh, mm -hmm. I just thought she was just absolutely brilliant. It was a great performance, um, definitely from um, from her. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty good. Um, Rajendra says there. Uh, Aidan Rajendra says uh, I think they were taking too much time on the ball, yeah, and then normally we just point. pass it forward quickly. Yeah, no, I agree. I, we we are taking. Yes, yeah, so, I mean the decision making, as 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 I said there, the decision making isn't maybe as good as it can be at this moment in time. But uh, you know, it'll it'll come. And Rajendra says our right back was great. Yeah, she was. She was brilliant. Was and I, say, I thought I thought she was our best player on the night, and um, I really enjoyed um, watching her. That was one of the big highlights for me. But yeah, um, so you know. 1-0 against Everton, 1-0 against Juventus. You know, we don't mind a 1-0, do we, when it comes to Arsenal? I'd like to see a few more comfortable victories. We can sit back with our feet up a little bit more, enjoying the second half rather than being stressed and uh, sort of tense. But we'll take the, the three points every single time, so that's fine. Um, and after what's been a very, uh, very big week for Arsenal, a, a great week, two good wins, some players back, important players back from injury, We've got another big week now coming up as well in the sort of run-up to Christmas, starting, of course, on Sunday with another big game in the WSL. Yeah, so Aston Villa have, you know, they've, they're another improving team, aren't they? One of many in the WSL that seem to be improving. Everton, we mentioned before, and Aston Villa definitely are. And the, the difference with Aston Villa this season, apart from anything else, is they've now got a real goal scorer, Rachel Daly, 10 in 10 games for her. Brilliant. Uh, with 10 in 11 yeah. games, including the Continental Cup. But yeah, um, so they're maybe going to pose us a little bit more problems than they did in May when we beat them 7-0 at Meadow Park. Exactly. It's going to be a totally different game. We have actually won our two away games against Aston Villa in the WSL. We've won 4-0 both times. 
So um, I'm expecting a little bit more of a more tighter game, bearing in mind our goal scoring situation, the fact that Villa have improved. There's no doubt about that. They're much yes. better team than they were. I know they, they lost five against Man United, but I mean, uh, Andreas, what are you anticipating for this game on Sunday? I mean, one, is there going to be some changes to the team? Do you think her rapper and, and Leah will both start this one? Um, and you know, what are you, what do you kind of uh, look, looking at the game in terms of our chances of winning? Do you think that we've got a good chance of winning now with some better options that we've got in the squad now? Um, first of all, uh, this is a totally different Villa team than in May. Mm. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, if not only uh, Rachel Daly, she she totally changed uh, how how they they. Um, it up and and she's scoring goals. Uh, uh, don't forget uh, they uh, have beaten Man City four three on on the first match day. Uh, yeah, mm -hmm. and, uh, normally they have uh, Hannah Hampton back now. Uh, I think mm -hmm. she played last week and and we know how good she is when when she has solved all her problems, whatever it was, mentally or, or physically. She's a fantastic goalkeeper and they have in the backline uh, our Anna Patton. Uh, she wasn't allowed to play. Or I think she was she was ill in in May uh, when we faced uh, Villa last time. So this is a different team, yeah. and uh, they have improved a lot. They are now a midfield team uh, coming up. Um, maybe in next year they they will have a chance to to uh, play for the Champions League spot. So uh, they have developed and uh, they are playing at home. So this is also different. They lost five nil at uh, at Old Trafford last weekend but uh, um, yeah we should forget this result uh, it's not nil nil and it's a home match for Villa um, our problem is that we we can't rotate we can't give uh, players a rest I think oh, Stina would need a rest uh, but we are unable to give her uh, time on the bench because there are no options uh, uh, in defense I don't think that Leah and Rafa will start together uh, I see no reason uh, why we should uh, keep Lotta out of the team. She has developed very, very good and yeah. um, made very good matches. I think uh, Leah and Lotta will start and uh, Rafa will come from the bench in, in second half. And uh, yeah, yeah. That, would that would be a big call, wouldn't it, from Jonas? I think when, when if they're both fit, I think it would be a big call to leave Rafa out because I think she's been our best defender when she's played. Yeah, yeah but but you you don't know whether she's uh, at one hundred percent again. And, yeah, uh, no, yeah, that's true. And, yeah, yeah. Can't, you can't take Lotta out. She she didn't make any mistakes or, or had bad matches. Uh, to the contrary, I think uh, she developed and she was uh, our uh, our best uh, centre back in the last weeks. Uh, also, uh, her, her long passes and so on. Uh, she has really developed, and uh, yeah. I think Leah and Lotta will start. And uh, yeah, I, I would like to say also one word to Laura. Uh, her performance against Berenstein. Uh, this reminded me. Uh, to her performance against Lauren Hemp in the Euros. She controlled oh, yes, was. I said that during the game, actually. Yeah, I, I did say that because, yeah, she absolutely marked Lauren Hemp out of that match and she did the same with Bier I actually went on to agree with that. Exactly yeah, what it was like. Similar, uh, because Berenstein, uh, we know about her pace and she was uh, a threat in in uh, the away match in Turin. Mm -hmm. and, uh, in in uh, at, uh, the Emirates, uh, she was totally under control of Laura and um, yeah, she had no no influence, no no danger uh, coming from her. So this was very good performance from Laura. Yes, yeah, uh, yeah it was. Yeah, it will be very tough and and uh, difficult match. And 
Yeah, but uh, we all know that it's it's absolutely important to keep on winning, uh, and yeah. and we can't lose any points because uh, although uh, Chelsea has one one more match played, but we are three points uh, behind them, mm -hmm. and uh, you. You see what what United does with goal difference, and City is is continuing uh, winning. So we must win at Villa, and I hope we we will score more than one goal because yeah. the, the danger is that Rachel Daly will score. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so I say we will win two one, but uh, it will be nervy again. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think it's I think it's going to be nervy. I mean, it's an away game. Away games aren't generally easy, and Aston Villa, as you said there, they are an improving team, and they've, they've got some very good players, and we know they've got some good players. And yeah, Rachel Daly has been absolutely brilliant for them so far this season. So we know uh, quality as well. So yeah, it is going to be a difficult game, but um, but yeah, we we we'll have to see. I mean, Rajan has actually made a really good point here, which I actually really like. What he said is, uh, could we put Laura in best slot so she can attack? Now you see, that's I actually think that's quite interesting because. Um, Katie McCabe, as much as we love Katie McCabe, I don't think she gives us the balance on that right-hand side because she's so desperate to cut in onto her left foot all the time. And I think that it's uh, imbalanced does in the attack, personally. I mean, I love Katie McCabe and she should be in the team, but maybe not in that position. Whereas Laura's a lot more natural down that side. My only worry would be if she was playing more further forward, we'd lose her defensive quality. I know, you know, Noel could come in and do a good job. But that would be my slight concern. But I actually quite like the idea of that because I think it would give us more balance on the right-hand side. Yeah. Because, you know, she, she attacks well. She can put a good ball into the box. Um, you know, she scored a goal the other week. Maybe she can add a few more goals to her game. Um, but, you know, and Redanda kind of mentions there, you know, like Saka who started as a left-back. Yeah, I mean, Saka mm. played full-back. It wasn't his natural position. He was playing there. Um, and then he, he's obviously playing more in his natural position now. But, yeah. I, I can see some benefit of actually Laura moving further forward because we've got cover for right back. So we could actually afford to do that a little bit, maybe. Um, it's an option. And it's maybe so. I don't know whether Jonas has even thought about that, but maybe he needs to watch the show and give him an idea. <laughs> At least <laughs> I think it's an option. I do think it's an option. And I don't think it'd be a bad option because, you know, she's shown how, uh, what a good player she is, Laura. And you can maybe offer us something in that final third. Uh, when she, if she can get out that pitch a little bit more often and be in those positions more, who knows? Um, mm. But yeah, I mean, obviously, Matt, I know Aston Villa away is a big game for you last season, your first ever match, uh, great performance from Arsenal that day. Um, what what is this one then? Because it's probably not going to be quite as straightforward as that, is it, on Sunday? Yeah, it's not just that though. It's the, I, I'm going to be looking back on that as like not just only fond memories. I'm going to be looking back at it and what has happened in that past year. Uh, the fact that I went to my first game with literally no one, and now I'm I'm basically going with friends. I've met a lot of new people, um, so it's a bit of a it's been a bit of a journey from got just from that first game to this game, and it's strange to see what can happen in the, in this length of a year what just following women's football uh, mm. uh it's it's gonna be a very very good game if i'm honest yeah. um, there's gonna be no anna passon because she's illegible yes um, just on villa's injury problems they've got no freya freya gregory no sergeant no alan no boy locker 
No Harding, no Simone McGill, I, if I remember rightly, because she did yeah. her ACL when she yeah, joined. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and no Rab John, or as they're all out. So essentially, Villa have no centre backs. They're going to have one centre back because uh, so um, they might end up playing like. A, we a, don't feel sorry for them, Matt. We had, we didn't have any centre back. <laughs> we, so, you know, they, they can. We know what it's like. But yeah, this, this it's got just one of those things, isn't it? Because they've got so many injuries and things like that. Forwards, midfielders, a lot of them are defenders. It's it's going to cause them a lot of problems. So yeah. The only, yeah, the only fit centre back they actually have is Rachel Corsi. Um, Sarah but, Mayling as well, no? Sarah Mayling? I didn't see anything on Sarah Mayling. I don't know. I thought she's their centre back for them as well. That's what I was saying, making the point. I, yeah. When I went through the squad list, it didn't have Sarah Mayling down as a central midfielder. Oh, I'm sorry. I think of a centre back. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. Um, but this, uh, it's just when you go through the squad list. Um, I think what's going to decide this is how we cut out the supply to Rachel Daly. From what I've seen of Villa this season, they rely on Kenza Daly to deliver yeah. those balls. If we can stop the balls from Kenza Daly, we've stopped her many times when she's played for Everton. Yeah. So there's nothing to say that we can't do it. Um, no. This time, That time last season when we were nil-nil at half-time, Jonas decides to take... Frieda off and bring on Manor. Manor was the one that un unleashed the uh, strike force and we go and score four goals in that second half. Yeah, right. And not to mention Katie's uh, Wellesy. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Talk about making your, uh, going to your first game and watching a Wellesy right. from Katie McKay. Yeah, that's not bad. But I th this is the thing is that I think a lot, we're not going to go to that ground as well and be fearful of it. Like, oh, we've had bad memories. We've got good memories mm, of that yeah. ground. And I think with the with the supporters as well, the supporters are going to be in full voice. We've sold out our allocation for our end of Villa Park, which is going to be good to see. Um, on top of that, with City taking on Manchester United, three points up for, up for grabs. Talk of the town, who's going to be... Uh, declaring what size of Manchester is it? Is it blue? Is it red? Hopefully it's blue. So <laughs> then Manchester United sort of, the fans are, oh my God, the fans, uh, can just sort of pile <laughs> it down a bit because they're getting too big for their boots. They are, they're still with spring chicken and they're getting rocking it, going, oh yeah, we're going to win the lead, this, this and that. No, you lo you've lost one get game. Wait until we play the big, Big teams, and you only beat Arsenal just by the old goal. Wait and sit, wait, and you always end up beating Arsenal at some point during the season. Wait until it actually happens. The good news is we don't have to play them in the League Cup because uh, they got knocked out. It's good news, yeah. But back to this, yeah, I think this weekend is going to have huge implications on who, on not just the second place, but who's going to challenge Chelsea. More importantly, because Chelsea actually play Reading. Reading are in fine voice at the moment. So, um, though it's going to be at Kings Meadow, so it's going to be a difficult one for them. But never count Reading out at the moment, even though we did say at the start maybe they're the ones going down. It doesn't look like that anymore. No. Um, I, if I had to put a prediction and you had to put money on it, I would go with a 2 1. Um, but we need to take our chances. We, Absolutely. So, I know Lee has got the video going around, so uh, so shooting 
practice practice tomorrow for the entire team but that is how it feels like at the moment we just need to get our shooting boots um and go from there i yeah i think that it's going to be a great game it's going to be a great day for everyone involved and i think it's going to be a great lot of football if i'm honest because these are two sides that are going to go full force for that for it yeah, and it's a good point as well. You say, obviously, Manchester United playing Manchester City. I mean, a draw in that game would be a good result for us if we win because then we gain two points on both of them, don't we? So that would be the best result there, I guess, for us. But we need to win our game. That's the most important thing. It doesn't really yeah. matter. If we don't win our game, then um, it doesn't really it doesn't really help, does it? Um, Terry says, there, that's great news for you, Matt. That's what football should be right, about. Right. Exactly, yeah, exactly what it is about, you know. Um, especially women's football, I think that's the way um, it, it's, it is, really, isn't it? Uh, Terry says, yeah, I don't think we should rush Leah and Rafa back it's until our no, At the moment, we're not, are we? You know, Leah's come on in one game, started one and gone off. Rafa's come on, replaced Leah. And maybe that's what they'll do at Villa Park. Maybe Andreas is right. Maybe Lotta will, will play with, with Leah to start with. And then Rafa will come on for Leah later on. Maybe that's what we'll do. And that's not a bad option, let's be honest. I mean, it's not like Lotta's a terrible player that we can't rely on because she has been brilliant, I agree. Um, Terry's gone for 3-1, easy win, 4-1 <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we'll take a 3-1 or a 4-1 But the goals haven't really been flowing at the minute, have they? Um, we're just yeah. going back to the law of playing further forward An option for one, one, one two Yeah, potentially it's an option, yeah uh, But we'll see I'm not sure whether Jonas will do that if I'm honest um, So yeah, I mean, Aston Villa Amar, what are you kind of looking at this for this game? You know, we need to win, obviously We can't drop points We can't afford to drop points But it's going to be difficult, isn't it? Because they're not a bad side these days, Villa no, they're much improved. They're much improved, yeah. Um, you can see by signing Rachel Daly, as we said, tw- twice now. She's won WSL Player of the Month, which has been very impressive. Certainly spiced up their attack. If she and Lehman could get something going, Lehman, well, she's a good player herself. He doesn't seem to be, I wouldn't say not contributing as much. She makes good runs, but she probably doesn't score enough goals for a player of her calibre, shall we say, because no. she's quite a good player. In my yes, opinion, maybe if they could link up more, they could be a bit more devastating going forward, but... Yeah, they have they've certainly added some spice to the attack. There's no question. There's um, and uh, <clears throat> they will definitely cause us more of a problem. But yeah, there's, we've never conceded an WSL goal in four meetings against them. So the the omens are pretty good. And the last player to score, you know, I always go back to it, but uh, no, the last player to score against us in an away game when we were away was Bunny Shaw in January. So we've kept with what I think it's eight consecutive clean sheets away from home in the WSL. Seven wins. Never actually won eight in a row away from home in the WSL before. So that's if we can create another piece of history. That would be nice. So um, it won't be an easy game. And we definitely have to be more clinical. But I think I'll go 3-1 Arsenal. And uh, I think uh, they, they, it will be... I hope that run doesn't come to an end. It would be nice to keep another clean sheet. But yeah, I think I think we can definitely go there and win. But uh, it all depends on it all depends on us taking our chances and continuing to be solid at the back. Yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, I didn't, I didn't, um, I didn't realise that record of, of clean sheets away from home in the WSL. That's that's an incredible run, actually. And I don't that's want it. I, I was yeah. kind of thinking maybe three one myself, but I actually don't want us to concede a goal now because I want that <laughs> run to keep going. Because um, we had a good run of clean sheets, didn't we, overall in the WSL up until recently? So, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to go two nil then. I'll go two nil so we get the clean sheet and um, and we get the get the three points as well. But I do think it is going to be a difficult game. Uh, yeah, are a good side, and so they've got a much more of a goal threat now. Um, and we're going to have to defend well, and we're going to have to hopefully take more of our chances than we have done in the last few games. But Viv's back on form, I think that's important. 
Um, I'm sure Steena's due a goal, so I won't be surprised if she pops up with one at some point. Um, and yeah, let's hope that um, we uh, we get the job done because we just, we just keep winning. That's all we can do. One nil, five nil. I don't mm-hmm. care. Just keep winning um, and put the pressure on all those yeah. other teams up there: Chelsea, Man United, Man City. And I say the fact that those two play each other this weekend is an opportunity for us to gain some points on at least one of them, hopefully both of them. Um, yeah. and I think that's important that we do win this game. And it is going to be, it is going to be a good, it is set to be a really, really good game, actually, isn't it? I think that's that's the main thing. Two, two good sides, a difficult game for us, but we've got the quality to win. Let's hope we can and keep going because it's been, it's been very, very good. Um, Terry says there, that's a future quiz question. Yeah, probably will. <laughs> if, if that's a good idea. Good idea. That'll be that'll be one of uh, one of Omar's quizzes questions next season, maybe. Who was the last player to score a WSL goal away from home against? It'll still be Bunny Shaw this time. It still be could still be Bunny Shaw by that time. Who knows? Yeah. But yeah, that is a, that is a goal. and that goal actually. If we remember, that was the goal that the referee got an assist for. Wasn't yeah, it? it shouldn't have been. Shouldn't that have shouldn't been. even counted. Cost so us a trial. Cost us yeah. a trial. The run would have been even longer because um, you know it would have gone all the way back to last year, wouldn't it? To, to twenty twenty probably. Um, oh, but yeah, that, that goal shouldn't have stood. We know that, but anyway, um, <laughs> I guess that's the way it is. But um, but yeah, so that's obviously Aston Villa. We're hoping for a good win, and of course, there is a really really big game on Thursday at the Emirates Champions League. We've got the chance to qualify with a game to spare, but we've got a difficult opponent. It's the holders, actually, Leon. <laughs> Now, that away game was probably our best performance in the Champions League for a very, very long time, wasn't it? We were brilliant that night. Um, Frida Marnham came into the side. She was brilliant. Obviously, Beth got a couple of great goals um, and Caitlin Ford got two as well. And it was such a good performance. And that really set us on the way in this Champions League. But now we've got the opportunity. I'm sure it's only a draw we need, don't we? And that well qualifies. If we get a draw with Leon, I think that puts us through. So um, it's a really big opportunity at the Emirates. Hopefully it'll be a slightly bigger crowd than last week. A lot more of an attractive opposition, let's be honest, you know, with, with the holders. Very good side. They've hit a formula, haven't they, recently? They, they've got their act together following that. They had a bit of a shaky start. They've had a few injuries as well. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, we, we're kind of, we're getting back to our best, but slowly, we, we you know, we're not quite there yet. So it could be a, a really difficult game. I think it's, well, it's going to be a difficult game anyway. They're a very good side. Um, but can we get the draw that we need? Or are, are we going to have to rely on going to Zurich next, the week after and getting a result? I mean, Andreas, what are you thinking about this game? Because I think it's going to be really, really tough because they're going to want to get revenge for that defeat we gave them at their home ground, aren't they? So they're going to be really, really up for it this game, I think. Yeah, you can't say we have one five one there, so it's an easy one. <laughs> it's it's the the current title holders, and uh, it's it's one one of the three or four best teams in Europe. They still are, uh, and and so this is uh, one of the toughest uh, tasks you can have uh, to play against Lyon. Uh, yeah, but uh, the good thing is uh, the pressure uh, next. Uh, I think it's Thursday. Uh, when we play yes, them, no, yeah. the pressure is totally on Lyon. Uh, they they can't lose this match because uh, Turin is playing at the same time uh, versus Zurich. They will uh, collect the three yeah, points, yeah. and then uh, they will be one point ahead of mm-hmm. Lyon uh, if Lyon loses uh, in in uh, London. So uh, the pressure is on them. They need. At least they need one point, but normally they have to win uh, to to qualify or or to keep the chance uh, to win the group. 
So uh, for us, it's it's the better situation. We play at home. We need one point, and uh, Lyon, Lyon has has to come. And the longer the match goes, and and it's nil nil, or maybe <laughs> the best would be if if we're one one nil up, then the pressure will be enormous for them. Um, mm. Yeah, of course they have uh, Marojan back. They have uh, some of their injured players back. Yes, but they're, yeah. they're still missing some key players, and I don't think that Tegerberg is playing. So, uh, yeah, no. it would be a tough match, and and uh, we all know how good Lyon is. They have a, um, a very deep squad. They have uh, even if they have injured players, they have uh, still uh, eleven top players on the pitch, and. Uh, yeah, I, I would be happy with the draw. So, uh, if if we take one point, maybe one one. So, uh, I would be totally happy. And then uh, bring bring uh, the three points from Zurich and let's win the group. But uh, losing against Lyon, yeah, it, it could could uh, turn the, the pressure on us that we must win in Switzerland on the last day. And um, I don't want this situation. So. Uh, let's hope for for a good attendance, uh, and and uh, I think the more often uh, the gods play at the Emirates, it's it's the more home feeling for them. Uh, it's different uh, to last year when when we played the one match against Barcelona. So uh, yeah, okay, the the match against Chelsea, but but now it's it's Meadow Park and Emirates are home for them, yeah. so uh, they feel comfortable, I'm sure, and uh, yeah. Yeah, I think Stina needs needs one goal, and then she, she will be back to her best. So, yeah, why not after so many matches in with, with lost uh, chances? Why not scoring one against no? And and uh, what what uh, what we see in the last weeks from Viv, uh, she's she's involved in nearly every uh, dangerous situation. Uh, she's not only scoring uh, her passes, uh, the way she plays and. Uh, so that's very important. Uh, the the one player we miss the most is Kim. The control, yeah. uh, this feeling for the situation. When when uh, do we have to control or or, or uh, yeah take the pace out and when when uh, create uh, chances by ourselves. It's uh, yeah the controlling um, midfielder. This is. Uh, what we miss most. But today I read that Lina Hertig is back in team training, so maybe yes. another another option. Maybe she can play 50-20 minutes. Uh, but at least there is there is one more option. And uh, yeah, let's stay optimistic. We'll we'll keep the one point we need, and I say one one, and we all we're happy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the other good thing as well is we. As you mentioned there, we've got the opportunity to potentially put Leon out of the competition almost if we beat them. And you'd imagine Juve will, will beat will beat Zurich, and then yes, they've still got another game. They'd have to beat Juventus then to, to go through. But we could put them in a real difficult position that they get knocked out, which would be incredible, wouldn't it, for the holders? So um, I'd like to beat them actually because it, that would really put them under pressure. But yeah, we know it's going to be tough. They know they've got to get a result and. Quite often, the big teams, when they have to get a result, they quite often do, don't they? That's why they're a great team, because that's what they managed to do. So, um, you know, I, I'm actually, yes, I, I do agree. I think this would have been now, after Thursday, we'd have played as many home games at Meadow Park as we have at the Emirates this season. So it's almost like we've split them 50-50. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it, it has become a home. But I still believe that if we played Leon at Meadow Park 
as as if we played Barcelona at Meadow Park last season, I think we'd have a much better chance of winning, personally, on, yeah. on a smaller pitch. Um, yeah. I just feel as though the big pitch at the yes, we played on the, you know, we played on a lot of the big stadiums anyway, and we, we're used to it. But I don't know. I just think it may favour Leon having that extra space. It didn't on their home pitch where we played. Because <laughs> that was a big pitch, and we exploited the yeah. space there. But I don't know. I would feel a little bit more. Um, I would be a little bit more confident of winning if we were at Meadow Park. But, you know, we're at the Emirates. We've been, we played well at the Emirates overall. Yes, Man United was disappointing. Um, but generally, we, we pick up good results here. So, um, let's see what we can do on Thursday. It's going to be is going to be difficult. But, yeah, I mean, Kim Little is a massive miss, as, as Terry says there. Um, Kim's a massive miss. <laughs> yes, she, she'd be a miss for any team. And, you know, she is. But, um Let's hope that she's back in January, like they're sort of saying she might be, which would be great, wouldn't it? Uh, I mean, Matt, what are you anticipating from Leon? Can we get the result we need? It's going to be a difficult game. We know that. Yeah, it's a difficult game, but some from this is the problem when you're looking at some of these teams, you can't actually know for certain who's available and who's not. So I've had to, I've got a list of about seven other players, but I don't even know if they're they're going to be playing or not. You've got Hedberg. I take it because of her ACL in the summer. She's not going to be available. Macario, I think it was her ACL as well. Uh, De Brits, was that an ACL as well? I can't remember anymore. Uh, no ACL. Uh, I think she's back in training. Uh, okay. Uh, Mari, uh, Batty, I think it's Batty. Uh, Ellie Bob Batty, yeah. Bob Batty. And uh, there's no mention of Amandi Henry either. So... Yeah, it's good. Roughly, give or take, there could be seven or less players that they are missing. But again, that they are still one of the strongest teams. You look yeah. at that team and you go, "Wow, that's a huge team." But I was just looking through the groups, and yeah, not a lot of no one's actually qualified yet. If you look at not, it, Chelsea, you've got ten ten points, yeah. but they're not officially qualified. Wolves got pretty much through because of the goal difference. Yeah. I think Wolfsburg yeah, are the only team actually through, aren't they? Mm. Wolfsburg got 10 points, but Roma can overtake them because of goal difference. And then, you got, But that's only down to what happens with Poulton. Um, and then you've got the situation with Barcelona and Bayern and Benfica in Group D. So it's, yeah. so it's not just this way around. It's not just us that are in a similar situation where we're not fully qualified yet. We're... Um, which is quite interesting because usually around by match day four, everyone you know who's qualified. It's only though if you've done something silly like you lost your opening get match uh, match day, then you're just picking, you're trying to pick as many points up as possible and going from there. Um, but it'll be interesting because even if you look at where we're going to be, if we finish second in that group, we could end up with Chelsea, Wolfsburg. Barcelona at the moment or Bayern uh, but if we finish top we could be facing Bayern we could or Barcelona or Benfica we could if we could end up second we could or end up facing Paris Real or Real Madrid or yeah Paris or Real Madrid but, so, but if we finish top we could end up playing Chelsea and mm. I, I don't know I, I know it stands odd but quite if you, you want to finish top of the group you don't want to play Chelsea in the Champions League because for coefficient ranking and on top of everything else, you don't want to be playing Chelsea and then play the say Chelsea on the a Wednesday night, then Chelsea on a, a Sunday, and then playing Chelsea again on the Thursday night. It just 
it doesn't feel right and things like that shouldn't be happening but they do and um but back to this game i think it's going to be out of who can uh, be the least, least wasteful of their opportunities so just for example leon had 33 attempts on goal against zurich yeah 12 of them were on target 11 of them off and they only scored four goals <laughs> we went playing we played juventus at the emirates 14 attempts three on target six of them off one blocked we went to play against everton uh the sunday uh sorry saturday 33 attempts 14 on target and not weren't able to find out how many of them were blocked or off but you're talking about well over about 20 20 of um of those were off target or blocked so it it just goes to show that i think that's going to be the key if we can get those chances and take it full advantage and not be as wasteful as we have been as we've talked about throughout this um last hour and 10 minutes then i think that's going to be the the key um if i had to have a score line um we only need the point i, th I think we'll go for it i think we'll go for it but i don't have because uh, I'm sitting on the fence, I think I'll go for a one-all. A one-all as well. Yeah, I mean that will we'll take a one-all because that puts us through. So brilliant. Yeah. We'll, we'll enjoy that and um and see. You know, we can then not worry about that. The, there won't be any pressure on the Zurich game. Then we can maybe rest a couple of players, which would be nice. Um, but yeah, I mean it, it's going to be it's going to be tough. We know it's going to be tough. Yes, they've got a lot of injury. They've got a lot of players missing as well. Um, but they're still a very good side. They've still got some very good players, as we know, so it's going to be tough. But, yeah, we're more than capable of getting a result. I, I definitely think we are. Uh, I mean, Emma, what are you anticipating then for, from you, uh, from Leon? Sorry, because, you know, uh, in a way, it's in our favour because Leon really have to get a result. And even if we lost, it's not the end of the world. It's not ideal, but we've still got a great opportunity to qualify when we play Zurich, whereas they, they've got a really tough game last against Juventus, haven't they? So... More pressures on them, as as Andreas rightly said. So, do you think that's going to help us on Thursday to get the result? Yeah, I mean, as you said, uh, we only need a point to get through, and as long as we don't get battered by them, I think our goal difference is at the moment ours is a uh, plus seven, theirs is like plus three or something. So, as long as, as, long as we don't get beat by three goals or more, we should be all right in terms of um, trying to win the group. And don't forget, they have to go to Turin on sorry, they host Juventus rather on the final game, and there's it could be a lot of riding on that. So, mm -hmm. the, the, I would not. not it's not that they'll have one eye on that, but um, you, you can be sure that they'll certainly ask more small questions and certainly create more chances than you've than you they did on um, last Wednesday. And so, yeah, I mean, um, it's going to be it's going to be a difficult game for us. I mean, a lot will depend on how we do on Saturday, Sunday, of course. I mean, the calendar, as we know, is just crazy. With, um, everyone needs a break from it right now. But you now, going back to your point. Um, yeah, I expect it will be, as I said, it will be a lot tougher test and we'll have to be more clinical. And uh, and uh, yeah, they do have key players coming back, as we saw. Um, when I was looking at lineup the other, I was looking at the lineup from the other night. Yeah, they've got Marajan back, as Andreas was saying. Daniel van der Donk's in there as well. Of course, she's, she infamously quote, quoted, who could forget her quote, when she said, oh, I'd rather, I want to win the Champions League a more ambitious club than Arsenal. And then we go and thrash them 5-1 on their own turf, which was, which was a nice, which was a nice riposte to that as well, so... Yeah, no, I expect I expect there'll be a much tougher test. The pressure will be on them definitely because if they don't get a result, they'll, they'll have to go. They'll, um, as, as they know from last season when they beat Juventus in the quarters, what a tough game that's going to be. So, 
Yeah, I mean, I think we are more than capable of getting results as long as we are more clinical, as long as we keep on good, uh, solid organisation. And yeah, and um, the pressure's on them to try to win and not only win, but overturn that goal difference. So yeah, I think it'll be a great game. Um, but let's say I'll go for a 2-2. I think we can get the result. Well, I mean, it's, again, a 2-2 would be great because it's what we need to get to go through. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think it is going to be, it, we know it's going to be tough. Terry says... 3-2, uh, Leon under too much pressure not to lose. It's Jen um, Bates, he's going to score the winning oh, Terry says a win. Oh, that's a win for us, by the way. I oh, was going to say, yeah. Terry to predict a defeat. That's never happened in the history of the world. <laughs> that would have been a shock, wouldn't it, if Terry yeah. thought we were going to lose? I was going to say, I was a bit worried there for a minute. Um, I mean, 3-2, that would be a great game, wouldn't it? I mean, a 2-2 would be a great game as well. Um, I don't know. I, I think Leon have to win. And I say, when big teams have to win, they quite often win. You know, we've seen it so many times over the years. But um, yes, they're under pressure, Leon. We maybe can be a little bit more not relaxed about the game because we need a result as well. But um, I don't know. My head's telling me Leon are going to win, actually. But my heart's saying that they won't and we'll maybe get the get result. So I'll go for the draw. I'll go for a 1-1 just because I'm never going to predict us to lose. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if Leon... You know, they're going to be so up for this game. You know, they're going to be inspired by playing at the Emirates as well. It should be a half-decent crowd. And I think that may go in their favour. But, yeah, I think we can get a, get a result, get the draw we need and qualify. And then we can enjoy uh, the last game without any pressure at all. And that would be nice, won't it? With the last game yeah. before Christmas away in Switzerland in the, in the snow. Yeah. Um, so I have a quick question. Does anyone know when the draw for the quarterfinals is? Is that before Christmas? It will be January. Yeah. Let me. Oh, no, no, no. Because last year was before Christmas, wasn't it? Or was it? I can't it was before Christmas. I think I don't remember. I don't know. I don't remember. No, no, I don't remember. No, I can't remember when it was. I assume it was before oh. Christmas. But the group stage didn't finish till December again, did it last January. year? So is it? Oh, yeah, I thought, I thought so. Yeah, because yeah, oh, right. okay. yeah, because it goes on until just before, and then yeah, and then there's some games on Friday night next week, which I find weird as well. Aren't Bayern playing on Friday next week, for example? Or are they playing on Thursday? But anyway, I know there's some games on Friday next week. Yeah. Chelsea's oh. playing Friday and, and yeah, the last against Real, that's a big game as well. Second. So I don't think there will be a draw before Christmas when the last oh, no, I doubt it. I doubt it. Yeah, yeah. I doubt no, it. Okay. Well I mean that'll be fine. Yeah, if we get um, Rome or I mean happy days. I'd love to get Rome or everything, even Paris. We'll see anyway. Let's get through first. Let's get through first. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Gets through, and then we can worry about who we might get. I don't yeah, like yeah, no, exactly. I don't like getting too bad of myself. Just in no, case no, 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 exactly. I mean you know, we'd have to lose both of these two games, which I think is unlikely when you've got to play Zurich in one of them, and I think we're far too good for them. But let's not get carried away yet. Let's qualify first. Let's see who else qualifies, and then we'll then consider who we might get and who we, we want to avoid in the draw. Yeah, uh, I mean, Chelsea, we definitely want to avoid if that was going to be the case. Oh, no, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so let, let's see what happens. That's that's all we can do. Let's get through first. And hopefully, Thursday, we will get through. We'll get the point at least. Yeah, and then um, we can put that to bed and uh, we can then, you know, um, have a, enjoy, a, enjoy a bit of a break for Christmas and that. So, but yeah, it's going to be a tough game. I'll, I'll go 1 1 then as well. I'll, I'll predict the draw we go through. Um, and that will be that will be good. Um, have, you got a, have you got a question for us tonight, Amar? Well, set it up. Yeah, I've got it for you. Yeah, set it up. Oh, set it okay, yeah, I've got it. Okay, I just went to chat. I didn't want to play your little theme and then you didn't have one. That'd have been a bit Yeah, no, no, I do. Yeah. Oh, good. Well, Emma's got his question. So we'll play his little intro and then we will crack on with the big the big question of the night. Bro. 
It's yeah, highlight so, of the week. It's, it's been the highlight. It's a highlight. Well, the highlight of the fortnight because we didn't have one last week due to. Yeah, no, I didn't know. We did have one two weeks ago with the Gen B question, which stumped you all. So, yeah. It did. It did stump us all. So, this is yeah, going to be so good. Sure. My question this week is um, which two teammates were born the closest together? So in Ooh, terms I need to get me pen and me paper. So, so if you take into account our squad and how old they are and when they were born, which two teammates, which two team members were born the closest together? Uh, the, cl- the closest. that right? Okay. So in year and month and all that kind of stuff, right? Okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, shortest apart. So like, yeah, mm. in terms of age and. Wow, yeah. that is a great question, by the way. Um, all right, I didn't need to plug my computer. Just one second. Sorry, I just... um, um... You know what? I, I should actually be able to get this right. I should be able to because what I was going to do, and I thought about this a month or so ago, I was going to produce a little calendar. Uh, with all the with the players' birthday, so whoever's birthday was in January would have been on in January. And I worked it all out. I wrote it all out, all when all their birthdays were, and I can't remember them now. Yeah, <laughs> which is a bit annoying. <laughs> uh, oh, no. what well, I do know is I know none of them were born in August, but no, no, none of Arsenal players were born in August. But I don't know um, much else. Uh, I'm trying to think. Um, no. You know uh, what? I, 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 I don't know how exactly old they are. I think no, yeah. Um, I was surprised when I saw this earlier as well, but yeah, no, I know what the answer is. I did, did a bit of research earlier. Um, guessing on that one as well there's a there's a like three i'm gonna gonna have a guess right and it's only a guess and it's and i don't i haven't got any sort of any kind of idea particularly it's just right it's just coming to my head these two players have come into my head and i can't get it out of my head now so i might as well go for it it's probably going to be wrong but i'm going to guess i'm going to say leah williamson and Noel moritz it's Pretty close, but that uh, that is incorrect. That okay. is incorrect. Leah right. Williamson yeah. and no, it was not far off, but uh, no, that's wrong. I'm afraid. It must be a similar age. That was all I was thinking. Um, right, okay. Uh, Rajan has put a guess in. He said Beth and Leah. Beth and Leah? Mm, no, that's not right. I think either. Beth's older, isn't she? Yeah, Beth's older in years. Yeah. Beth is much older than Leah, much older. She's three years, I think, isn't she? Yeah. See, I've got I think I've got two that are close, but not that close. I've got Rafa and Kim. Um, and Kim's close, but that is incorrect as well. I'm afraid that was a good shout. That though, Matt, because obviously Rafa's like 30, isn't she? And Kim, I think Kim's 31, maybe. I, I so, think yeah. they're both 31, which is why I thought I'd give it a go. But um, it's close, but actually, Kim is one year older than Leo. Um, and then sorry, then oh, Regenda's put another guess in. He says the Aussie girls, obviously, Steph, mm, and Aussie, no, if it's not the Aussie girls either, uh, I wouldn't have thought so. Either. Either. No. I drive uh, with Beth and Katie. You're going to try Beth and Katie? 
close but again close is again was not correct there was about three months difference i think between four months difference between beth and katie but you're close it's not far off Ooh, and Katie's close. <laughs> at the moment, I think our average age of my, uh, of the squad that I have is about twenty six. Yeah, the average age would be about twenty six. Yeah, I'm going to go for for the odd one. I reckon it's Caitlin and Leah. I think it's Caitlin and Leah. Yeah. No, that's also incorrect. There's actually two years difference between Caitlin and Leah. Oh. Caitlin's older, isn't she? I shall, but. I tell you what, I'm gonna I'm gonna take I'm gonna take a weird one here, right? It's 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 a bit weird, it's a bit out there. I'm gonna go Lena Hurtig and uh, Laura Wainwriter. Very close actually, but Lena Hurtig is about a year and a half. Is it's in fact about long. it's about four years, is about three and a half years older than Laura Wainwriter. Is she? Oh okay. Yeah, Laura's about twenty, yeah. isn't she? She Hello, oh, Laura. You've had those players in this. You got very. You're, you're not far off with that guess, actually. You're not far off. Are we including academy players in this? No, no, just the just the current first team squad, and um, yeah, because because Michelle and I'm not Michelle really a sixteen, and Laura. Can't you read and Michelle Abbeymang are probably pretty. Only going by what I've seen on the website and all the players listed on that on that, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we went far off with Wien Reuter and Ertig, but Ertig's quite a way older. I'm going to go for the really bizarre one now. I think Manu and Viv. Manu is um, that's close as well, but I think Manu is about eight or nine months older than Viv. Viv was what July '96, and mm, Manu's Viv, Viv is October '95, so yeah, about nine months. Nine oh. months. I, I, t- I tell you what, I tell you what I'm thinking. Then I tell you what I'm thinking. Then I'm thinking Leah and Viv. Close, but Viv was what I said July '96, and Leah was March '97. So it's not far off again. But Jan has gone Viv and Jordan. That won't be right because Jordan's no, a lot no, older than Jordan. Jordan's only just been thirty. Just says mine are pure guesses. All of us no. are pure guesses. We don't know. We're just trying to guess. We're trying to work out who might be similar age. Jen, Jen's thirty-two, isn't she? Thirty-one. Thirty-one. Yeah, maybe Jen and Kim then. Jen and Kim. No, Kim was 1990. Kim is June 1990. She's the eldest member of the squad, as far as I know. Yes. Yeah, so it could be Jen and Rafa. Jen and Rafa. Oh, Jen and Rafa. That's actually very close. You're very close, oh, but no. <laughs> no, no. There's five weeks actually between Jen and Rafa, but there's actually two players who are who are born a lot closer than that. Oh wow! Two closer um... than five weeks. Yes. <laughs> Closer than oh, five weeks. Wow, wow, that is incredible. Wow. Yeah, you're closer than that. Jen, 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 Jen is five weeks older than Rafa. Well, there's actually two players who are. I'm shocked by that. I'm shocked that they're that close in age. Um, that's there's two bad. players who are even closer than five weeks. Katie. Um, See, I'm thinking Katie McCabe's one of them. I'm definitely because I'm sure it's her birthday recently. Actually, wasn't it? Katie McCabe. Katie McCabe was his birth was September. September. Oh, okay. Is is it a really surprising pair? What? Um, no, Stina. Wasn't it surprising? How will I miss Stina? Stina's twenty six. Stina's twenty six. That's correct. 
Steena is 26, yeah. So it's Viv. It's Steena and Viv, I reckon. It's not Steena. and Viv's close again, but Steena is about four months older than Viv. No, I, I said Steena and uh, Leah. Steena and Leah is close again as well, but that, that, that's about a month apart. So again, it's someone who's... Some, <laughs> oh, my God. You're getting closer. Beautiful. You're getting closer. You're getting closer to Steena. Um, the gender says Steena and Beth now, because Beth's older than Steena, isn't she? Like a couple sorry, of years ago. No, no, I think we're wrong on the website. Steena was actually born February 96. It's not February 97. So, yeah, that's wrong there. Um, but no, there are two players who are born very, very close together. I'm trying to remember. Very close with, you were very close with, who did you say just a second ago? Um, Rafa and Jen. Yeah, Rafa and not yeah, Rafa and Jen, because they're both thirty one. Mm-hmm. No, it's not them. So I'm trying to think. I I try a surprising one. Kaylin uh, and uh, Lotta. Close, but not not far off at all. You're you're that almost there. You've actually you've actually said both of them. You've actually they've been mentioned, but you haven't put them together. I was going to say, is it well, someone we haven't mentioned? Because the one person we haven't mentioned is Frida. It's not Frida, I'm afraid. No. I, I right, okay, right. Um, uh, how close are Kaylin and Lotta from Kaylin? Kaylin April April nineteen ninety eight. Lotter is January ninety nine. So you weren't far off. About seven eight months. Eight nine months. months. Nine months. Oh, how old is Kate? Oh, I thought Caitlin was like twenty eight. Oh, did you say Caitlin or Caitlin? Did you say Caitlin or Caitlin? Sorry. Caitlin. Caitlin Marquis. Caitlin Marquis. Yeah, she was April. Uh, she's nine months older than Lotter. About yeah, nine months older. Uh, that makes Lotter twenty two. Is that right? No, Lotter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm terrible at maths, as you can tell. Oh, don't worry about it. I think uh, you're, not, you're, not, you're not as bad at maths as um, any Aluko. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> god, yeah, no, that, 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 that I think was, that was a little bit hard. Yeah, that was funny, though, wasn't it? That was funny. It was a little bit funny, yeah. Um, uh, oh, um, you're very close, they've both been mentioned, you just haven't put them together. Stefan Leah? No, not Stefan Leah. Stefan Steph is nineteen ninety-four, I believe, and Leah's ninety-seven. All close, but <laughs> not quite there. You're very, very close. I think Lena is older. I think Lena, I've got I don't know why I've got Lena down as twenty seven, but I think she's older than that. Lena no, is probably that old. Lena's like younger than that, isn't she? I'm sure she is. Um, Regenda says there, I thought Beth was younger than Viv. No, no, Beth's no, older, isn't she? No, no Beth's she? much older than Viv. Yeah, Lena's actually, Lena's well, actually, yeah, Lena's, Lena is 27. Lena is 27. Is wow. she? Oh, I'm surprised, yeah. but I thought Lena was younger. Yeah, she than is 27. Her. I know she's 27. She's 27. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm surprised about that. That's the thing, isn't it, right? With women's players, you, you don't tend to notice their age as much as you maybe do with men's players, do you? No. you know, it's not made such a big deal out of, you know, obviously, Bukayo Saka's really young and, you know, Jude Bellingham's really young. And everyone knows they're really young. And, you know, you've got these other players that the other world, people, like yeah. Messi and Ronaldo that have in their 30s. Everybody knows. But with women, they don't really talk about their age, do they? It's, it's more difficult to figure out what their ages are. Um, that makes it even more difficult, actually, for that reason. 
Yeah, no, you're, you're close, but not quite there. You come close with them. Um, I'm missing the players. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. 15, 16, 16, 16. I'm just trying to write down all their. I'm trying to guess roughly their ages and just trying to work it out from that. Who's what age? I've only got 20 players here, Danny. I think, I, think, I think we've only got 23, haven't we? What about Mana and Caitlin? Mana and Caitlin. Well, that's a good shout, but again, that's wrong. Mana. This is what you could have won. <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah, it was bullseye. That was bullseye. I think it's oh, bullseye. bullseye. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, Caitlin and Man are about ten months apart. Ten months. Caitlin is about ten months older than Man. Eleven months. Sorry, eleven. Right, so Caitlin must be. Sorry, you're getting close. I tell you, with five weeks, you've said you've said them, but you haven't put them together. You've, they've been mentioned, but you just need to put them together. Jordan and Manor? No, Jordan is 1992, and that's close again. Um, Manor's 1993. 1993. Uh, Manor, Manor was, what year was, what month was Manor? Oh, um, I'm thinking it's February. I don't know why. I'm trying no, to make there's, there's, there's only three months between Manor and Jordan, so that was pretty close. I'm trying to work out my calendar, because I, I had all the players written down in a month. So well, that's only the month, not the year, but... I, if I've got two players that are born in the same month, it's going to probably be them, isn't it? <laughs> Shall we just try and like eliminate people? So, well, we can't in, we can't eliminate like one player because that, that might be that one player's one of them, and then it might no, be make it like, easier. Go round, go round, and Amar says yes, and then we at least then we've got something to work on, and then we can. Well, I'll just give you a little hint then. I'll just give you a little hint. I think that's so yeah. But just uh, my hint is yeah, so think about the younger members of the squad. So it'd be uh Laura and Lotta. Did you say Laura and Lotta? Yeah. That is correct. Oh wow. Only, is he there? Only, they are only two days apart. Oh no, no they're not. No, it's true. Really? They're two days apart. Lotta birthdays. Lotta, 11th of January 1999, Laura, 13th of January 1999. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah, that is amazing. Laura and Lotta. They're only two oh, days. They're brilliant. only one, two days apart. That is, that, that is incredible, that. I'll tell, you, yeah. I'll tell you something else I've noticed as well. We've got four or five players in our team. The initials are LW now. Pretty much <laughs> half our team is LW. We've got Leah Walty, Laura Wainwriter, Leah Williamson. Um, <laughs> Lotta and, Williamson. Yeah, um, lots of yeah. yeah. So we got out the L four L W fours. Yeah, no, well done, man. That was a good guess. He was only born two days apart. Wow, that's great stuff. Well, then, that. It was, actually, it was very close as well because because Kate, uh, Katie and Lena are only about two weeks apart. Are they? Yeah, nineteen ninety five. But yeah, it's yeah, Laura and uh, um, Lotto were born just two days apart. So yeah, that's the right answer. Wow. That was a great question. That I mean, that, I, that is a really good question. And they're both sort of LW as well, aren't they? Well, not a woman, sort of. <laughs> yeah, well, we had a lot of players in the W's. Yeah, we've got a lot of LWs at the beginning, haven't we? Which is quite good. In fact, if um, if Leah Walty played left back, we could have a back four all LW. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> maybe maybe, maybe you should pick Leah Walty to play left back in the next game just for a laugh. Yeah, um, but if, if you yeah, just uh, how many players there were W? I'd certainly be going to W if you remember. There was Kira Walsh, Tessa Willard, 
Leo Valti, Leo Williamson. There's so many ending in W. Need a, need a goalkeeper with W. So if there's a young goalkeeper called Walker <laughs> out there that wants, that's the first name starts with a now. We can Lisa, start Lisa that. Walker. There must be a goalkeeper called Lisa Walker somewhere. <laughs> yeah, Williams. Williams. Yeah. Williams, yeah. Williams, yeah. Of course, that was LW. Oh, of course, yeah. yeah we're, we're, the last season <laughs> we talked about whole defence of LW. How can you forget Lydia Williams? Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no, it's, it's unusual. Unusual. Ben was born on the 30th of May 1991. Well, yeah, but that wasn't that wasn't really helpful, though, was it? Because uh, <laughs> I was close, but yeah, no, it's a little bit. Yeah. No, two days, two days before, so yeah, Lotta's only two days older than than oh, that, uh, is, that is than Laura, than Laura. Well done, Matt. Nice one. Wow, good stuff. Good stuff indeed. Well, that, that is another good question. Another well thought out question that got us all thinking. Yeah. Um, which is good. I say, uh, I think with the women's players, obviously you, you, you don't. Their ages, you don't really know how old they are, do you? Unless yeah. you actually check. Because I don't, off the top of me, and I couldn't, like most of the Lionesses squad, I couldn't think what, I wouldn't know what their ages were off the top of me. You'd have to maybe look at, I mean, like, you know, Lauren Hemp's still younger than what you think she is because she's been playing yeah. for so long. But I don't know, the ages aren't such a big deal. So that is a really good question because, yeah, very difficult to, uh, yeah. to work that out. But brilliant, brilliant stuff. And Matt got the, Matt got the point this week. And that was, that was good. Yeah, well done. Well done. Good stuff, good stuff. Impressive. I agree. That was good. Yeah. So wow. Okay, brilliant. So it's going to be. Yeah, so it's been uh, in a busy week for the Arsenal women. It's got. It's another busy week coming up. It's going to be exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to enjoy obviously the, the games and everything else. Um, obviously, what we'll do is we'll be back next Friday. That'll probably be our last show before Christmas, actually, won't it? Because we can look yeah. back. On right. Villa, we can look back on Juventus and we'll look ahead, obviously, to the final game before Christmas, the last <laughs> game of the league against Zurich as well. Um, and then we'll have a Christmas break as well from the show and everything else, and we'll be back, obviously, in January. But um, obviously, coming up in the meantime, tomorrow evening, there's a, a small matter of uh, a World Cup quarter final, I think. England are playing someone or other. Um, so we'll be covering yeah. that game, obviously, tomorrow night. We'll go live about quarter to seven. For that, that's going to be a tense night, I'm sure. Then Sunday, of course, Arsenal women away at Aston Villa. That is going to be a great game. So we will go live at that about four o'clock, quarter past four, kickoff, strange kickoff time, of course, uh, as we mentioned before, really strange. But anyway, that's what the kickoff time is, so that's fine. Um, and then, obviously, next week, we've got the game on Thursday, Juventus, uh, sorry, Leon, uh, the Emirates. So we're going to look forward to that one as well. That should be a good game. We'll cover that one yeah. as well. Um, and then... That's the last, you know, last game for another week, isn't it? Before the uh, the the Christmas break, which is going to be much needed, I think, for everybody to try and get some players yeah. and stuff yeah. like that. It's going to be good, and then we can regroup and bounce back in January. Uh, they've just announced the the new kickoff time for the Chelsea game. It's uh, twelve o'clock, isn't it, on the Sunday the fifteenth? Yeah, right? so, to avoid a clash with the derby, wasn't it? To avoid a clash with the North London derby. It's on the same day still. I, I think it's strange that they've got a game at the Emirates it kicking off at twelve strange, o'clock, yeah. and then they've got the North London derby at Tottenham's ground at half past four on the same day. I just I don't even know how they've managed to be able to agree that to happen with the police yeah. and stuff like that because you know you could easily there could easily be forty odd thousand for the Chelsea game uh, at the Emirates, and then you know there's going to be another what sixty odd thousand at at the Tottenham game later on. It just I think it's crazy to have them two games on the same day, personally. But anyway, it is what it is. That's what they've decided on. It is going to be on the Sunday. And that's Arsenal's yeah. first game back um, after 
the um, it, uh, after the uh, Christmas break. So that's going to be uh, a way, good way to start, isn't it? Get things going again, pretty pretty sharpish. We're going to have to be on our game that day, as we know, but um, we'll worry about that a bit later. But yeah, so it's going to be on the same day as the North London derby for the men. So yeah, yeah, uh, it's going to be a crazy day in in North London, isn't it? That day, so maybe yeah, avoid. Yeah. If you don't like football, avoid North London on the fifteenth of January. <laughs> Absolutely, uh, yeah. You're not going to enjoy yourself too much. But if you do like football, then, you know, it could be quite a good day. Um, but, yeah, so that, that's, they've decided on that anyway. So that's that's the yeah, place. It's, it's actually, that's the day after my birthday. So I'm hoping that'll be a good weekend for me. Is uh-huh. it? Oh, brilliant. Yeah. Oh, well, last will definitely win then. Because uh, Saturday the 14th, I'm turning 31. So, yeah, let's look forward to that. Whose birthday are you, are you closest to in the squad? Oh, oh goodness gracious. Um, <laughs> uh, that's a good question. January 92. I actually don't know now. I can't even remember, but yeah. So uh, I think it's Jordan. I think it's Jordan. Not entirely. No, yeah. Jordan's December. No, it's probably, it could be General or, um, or Rafa, actually. I'm not entirely sure, but yeah. Well, anyway, I know there's no one in the squad at the same age as me. So there you go. So that's, that's <laughs> um, which is good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so no, I mean, that was that's uh, it's been a good show. Good to have the Friday night back in a little bit earlier this week because obviously we've got the World Cup going on. Um, and just um, in case you, you didn't realise earlier, Redan has reminded us Brazil are out. Portugal look. Yeah, I know. Like, I know. Yeah, Brazil lost on penalties to Croatia. That is incredible, isn't it? I think. Uh, it, I think. It, I think it could be England, the winner of the England France quarter final, or even Argentina. Well, I mean, I'd love to see Messi. I'd love to see Messi hold it, but let's see. It is looking that way. Colonel uh, was in the chat earlier. Said starting to slowly believe until tomorrow night that he might actually be coming home. Well, until tomorrow night, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, yeah. I must admit, I kind of agree. At this moment in time, when you look at the way the World Cup's panned out, the winner of the England-France game are going to... Them and Portugal are going to be... That could be the semi-final, of course, but one of those two look as though they'll be the favourites to, to win it now. Because looking at the other the other side of the group, yes, Holland are a decent team. Argentina are a decent team, as we know. One of them's going out tonight and then... Yeah, it is going to be interesting. But yeah, England, if we can get past France, we've got yeah. a chance. We'll have a good chance, actually. So let, let's see what happens. But it's going to be, yeah, it's not going to be easy tomorrow, yeah. let's be honest. It won't be an also, easy Also, yeah, sorry. I just found out that the draw, I just worked the draw, I've Googled it, the draw for the quarterfinals is on January the 20th. So just a few days after oh. the Chelsea game. Oh, oh, wow. Okay, good. Okay, well, at least... And the knockout stage starts in uh, the 21st of March, it starts, the quarterfinals. Yeah, in March. Yeah, so that, that'd be right. we've got we've got plenty of times for that, haven't we? But we need to be in that draw. So make sure we get the result on uh, on Thursday, and we're in the draw, and then we can worry about the draw in January um, afterwards. Um, Terry says there. Um, I hope the Xmas special reaches <laughs> and the rest of his little elves. Well, maybe we'll do that. That might be enough. Right? <laughs> there goes all the dresses as elves. Yeah, if you're not dressed as elves, I'll dress as Father Christmas. We'll, we'll be or Christmas puddings. Christmas puddings, yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, we, we'll, we'll we'll see. Maybe we have to try and do something special for Christmas. Oh, yeah. But but yeah, so that was the show tonight. I say uh, some good, a couple of good victories for Arsenal. Hopefully, mm-hmm. another couple of good results this week as well, um, and then we can all enjoy Christmas um, in uh, in a good sort of happy yeah. happy frame of mind with Arsenal women doing very well and near the top of the table and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So we'll look forward to that. But yeah, it's been. Yeah. It's been good fun. That was another great quiz question from Am I, as always. That was got us really thinking that that was great. Enjoyed that one. Uh, and I say Matt came out on top this week, which is good. So yeah, uh, we've, all got, we've all got some points this season, haven't we? I've got yeah. a couple right. Andrea's got a couple right. Matt's off the ball. So we're all looking good, um, yeah. which is great. So um, that's been the show then. Brilliant. The Arsenal Women's Show back on a Friday. So next mm-hmm. week, we'll probably be back on our usual time slot because next week should be fine. 
Um, so that'll be good. Andreas, good to see you again. Did you enjoy the show? Yeah, of course I did. And uh, looking forward to what's coming. Uh, difficult matches. And uh, yeah, to have a really good Christmas, we need good results before. So yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Let's, let's start on Sunday with a win at Villa. And then yeah, everything is possible. We saw last week uh, in Munich. Yeah. Nobody yeah. expected Bayern to beat Barcelona. So why not Arsenal beat again? Uh, Leon, it's it's possible. Uh, quick, sorry, a quick question for you, Andreas. But there's about twenty five thousand the crowd there, wasn't there? Yeah, twenty four thousand. Yeah, fantastic. fantastic. Yeah, that's, that's a great crowd. Yeah, brilliant. Fantastic. Here and uh, and uh, yeah, as I said, really surprising, and nobody expected Barcelona to lose. Kira uh, Walsh. The last time they conceded three as well, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, the goalkeeper from Barcelona wasn't uh, good. Sandra Panos. Uh, Oh, so well, everything... no, that's some good one. The third goal, the third goal was a thing of beauty. A cross and the header from Schuller yeah, was nasty. Yeah. But but it came it came out of nothing against totally against the run of play because Barcelona was dominating as expected, and uh, everybody said, oh, they they can they can score two or three goals and maybe they will they will win in the second half." But uh, yeah, you, you can beat every, every team is beatable as good yes, as they absolutely. are. It's only yeah. Even uh, I was watching. Even I was watching the Real Madrid Chelsea game last night. Chelsea didn't look damn impressive at all, and I thought well, Real Madrid played well. And they'd just been a bit more clinical going forward. They got the better chances, but just goes lucky goal as well, wasn't it? Chelsea got a lucky goal, didn't they? The penalty off the post. Sam Kerr, Sam Kerr as well wasn't at her best, but I thought Real Madrid played pretty well. Yeah, they did. I mean, it's 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 you know the. the it's wide open. It seems a bit more wide open this year, doesn't it? I think the Champions League, and I think we've we've got a chance. We've been there fighting away, and if we get through, who knows? You know, we, yeah. We, I think there'll be teams. You know, by yeah. what we've got to remember is by March we'll have most players fit, hopefully. Um, <laughs> and then apart yeah. from Beth, obviously, Beth still won't be fit, but all the others should be fit with our full yeah. squad. We, we might buy a couple of players in January, and I think we're, we're going to be a threat to anybody. So yeah, it's, it's looking good at the minute. Yeah. Isn't it? Um, we've got Mark in the chat there. How you doing, my friend? Good to see you. Hope you're well. Um, Terry says, um, Where's the bright side song? <laughs> there you go. So, well, what is these songs? You said you had a few new songs for us. So, this doesn't come from me. This is someone that has actually done this. This comes from Joe. Some of you may know him. He, he's quite big, uh, chanter. Um, so his Mr. Brightside song is. We, I've got, I can't do it with timing, so I'm just going to have to kind of rattle it off as I go along. So we've got Katie McCabe, so we're doing just fine. Lots of, lots of, we're proud, Raffle, you've got it all. Leo Walty's a Swiss. How did you get those snake hips? She's not only a Swiss, so is no one merits. Now, three years <laughs> and she did bashing about. We've got Jordan and Kim, legends, there is no doubt. Then we go to the left where Steve, uh, Steph Catley is sick. Messi for a left foot, and she's pulling it, cutting her chest now. Leah Williamson's proud. It's her home. Biv can't miss. She's tearing you apart. Then BT heading the ball, heading balls into the sea. Bordies on the bed. She might. Me's on fire <laughs> down the right. Brilliant, everything. Zinsberg is let's nothing in. Steeners are number nine. Arsenal, that's my side. Oh, oh very, good. Arsenal, very good. Our Arsenal, our Arsenal. Just, <laughs> 
It's too uh, wordy. It's too wordy to do that. It's it is very, very. That's never going to catch on as a chart in the crowd, is it? It's, it's, it's it'll be all right as a song, but it's not going to catch on in the crowd, is it? It's, it's too many words. It's too you know what? Hard. I feel sorry for someone like Andreas who's just come to a game and is just hearing this in the background, just like what? What's going on? <laughs> I, I, I can't. I, I can't. Uh, no, uh, you, uh, I kind of started singing it halfway through. It's just like no, you can't. It's, it's no, too wordy. It's, like, it's never going to catch on as a chart in the football stage. They need to be short and straight to the point, yeah, don't they? So, football stage. You can't yeah, be you can't be rewriting like top forty hits from the last twenty years. It's, it's just too complicated. But it's, it's a great one. song, actually. It's got some great parts to that as well. But it's never going to really catch on, unfortunately. But um, the other one yeah. that they did have, uh, it, this one I was thinking about quite a lot. But I, I couldn't get the words properly, so someone has actually managed to get the words to it. So it's our version of "Ala Ala Ala." So oh. instead of "We won the league at Anfield," we won the league at the Lane. Um, it's got we've got one 15 league titles we've won the fa cup 14 times and counting we're never gonna stop champions of europe the only in the land we'll sing it <laughs> in the north end north bank <laughs> through to the east stand allay 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 and then that's good. That, that is good that, yeah that, that is really good, good. Yeah. That'll catch on that one. That'll be brilliant. That's a brilliant little song. That, uh, that but it was great to hear as well is that they were trying to do the old hybrid chant into uh, across in the Everton game, and you could hear it coming across. And I know it would be quite nice if that could continue, but it's yeah. small steps at the moment to create that atmosphere. And it's just, I think at the moment with the Emirates as well, is mm. that we need to create that atmosphere. And if it's not there, teams aren't going to be afraid of us as much as yeah 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 definitely yeah be good, to get, be good to get a good atmosphere on on thursday against leon wouldn't it get some of them chance yeah. the emirates be yeah good. that would be really good terry says uh, matt you need to do it as a rap <laughs> yeah, maybe do that right side song as a rap. that'd be good wouldn't it that'd be number one for christmas that <laughs> Um, yeah, but, but that, that's, that is it's a great song, but it's not going to catch on it's, as a chart. It's, in the it's too much, yeah. The LA LA one's good, I like that one. That, I think that'll definitely catch on. That, that I, I think I, it has caught on. I think a lot of people do like it. It's just a case of getting it out there and actually people seeing yeah. it. Yeah, um, yeah I'll good. do one of my own ones because I did have one that I was going to do for Jonas um, at uh, just as the final whistle goes. Is, Last Christmas, I gave you my heart, but the very next day, you gave it away. This year, to save me from tears, I'll give it to Jonas Seifel. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's Southampton a couple of years to, to serenade to uh, Ralph Hasselhoel, but Jonas Seifel is time, so. Fair enough. Well, I hope I hope, um I will have to play this back to him, and I'm sure he'll. Um, Three sure songs for the price of one. Thank you. I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure he'll appreciate that as well. That was that was good. Yeah. Actually, I enjoyed that. Um, well, that was fun, wasn't it? Actually, that was really good. Um, but yeah, that's so it'd be good to get a few more a few more regular charts going. I think that's what we need, don't we, to really get behind the, the girls and stuff, and then it can make the atmosphere even better because. It's, it's, it's better this season obviously more crowd and stuff like that bigger crowds coming and stuff it's going to be it's, it is going to get better as well so yeah it'd be nice to have uh to have some of these chance catching on money yeah, yeah. good um so that was that was cool actually um anyway Miles, it's good to see you again as well and that was a great contribution at the end there with your songs which you like have you enjoyed the show as well yeah it's been fantastic always nice to talk to you all and it's a, as you always mentioned it's not quite the weekend until 
we've had the podcast. So exactly. we've, had the, we've had the podcast. It's officially the weekend. Enjoy it unless you're working like myself. Yeah. It is it is officially the weekend. And of course, um, it's a big weekend for football with England playing tomorrow, Arsenal women playing Sunday. So it's going to be a big weekend. Uh, the biggest weekend for a while, actually. It's going to be exciting, I'm sure, and tense and fun. And we're going to enjoy it. Am I as well? Good to see you. We'll sort of see you in the dark. We can see you just about. So, have you enjoyed the show again? Yeah, it's been another good week. We're good to see us get back to winning ways. Hopefully, we can score a few more goals. And yeah, let's see. We'll just hope we can finish a year on a high. It's been a good year. I know I'd like to see us win something next year, but overall, first full year under Jonas, it's been a good year. And uh, yeah, yeah, there's nothing there's nothing all over like for Christmas and a few more Arsenal wins. And who knows, we might even get Jason or. <laughs> Or Harry on the show to well, finally break. Harry needs to come on again. Actually, he's, he's been he's been hiding from yeah. us this season. We need to get Harry back on. Him. I'm you sure know, Jason, I know he's just changed. So Jason's been sort of unavailable. Hopefully, in the new year, he might be to come on at some point. Maybe have a Christmas. Um, Terry, there, he's, he's giving he's giving you a ten out of ten for that match. <laughs> <laughs> well, definitely. Amelia from Harry. She literally mm-hmm. went, oh, I'm, t- I'm taking her. She just walked off with her. Yeah, like, I know. She walked around the pitch, didn't she? And then she came back with Beth, didn't she? So, yeah. Um, yeah, good, great, great stuff, good stuff. But, yeah, we need to get Harry back on. I'm sure he'll come back on. I know Friday sometimes a tricky for him, but we'll try and get him mm-hmm. on again uh, very soon. But, yeah, hopefully we'll get a few more people involved in the new year as well. You know, it'd be good to expand our little team, which, um, you know, get, get some different people on, some new people on, and get different people involved. be good. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, brilliant stuff. So that is another Arsenal Women's Weekly. It's number 10 of the season, actually. It seems like it's been a little bit of a stop-and-start kind yeah, of it does. run because the, the, the games have been, you know, there's been international breaks right, left and centre. Then there's been, you know, Andreas has been flying to London a few times and there's been people travelling about and we haven't yeah. been World Cup been disrupting our life and everything else. So um, it doesn't seem to have been quite as consistent so far this season in terms of getting the shows regular at half seven on a Friday. But... Hopefully, in the new year, we'll be able to get more back to normal again. And we'll be yeah. able to get the regular shows at the regular time, which will be good. But, um, you know, we've, we've, we've done the best we can. We've got through it. We did a show sort of virtually the other week, didn't we? Where everyone sent the videos in and we did it that way. And that was sort yeah, of, yeah, yeah. you know, we did a little bit of live stuff last week at the ground. I had a few um, problems getting um, getting the show started last week. So I missed the beginning of the game, which was a bit annoying. But, uh, but yeah, so, you know, we, we, we've made the best of it, haven't we? We've got through and we'll keep going. Hopefully, I'll say we can get a bit more... A regular a regular time slot back next next uh, next year because it's been a little bit up and down for us this year but we're still here and we're still going well and you know hopefully you're all enjoying the show because we are enjoying doing it um and we will be back next friday at half past seven at the usual time to look back on maybe what we'll do next week as well we'll maybe have a look back on as, as sort of Anna mentioned there maybe look back on 2022 as a year for the arsenal women or we could do that maybe the week after but that would be maybe too close to christmas perhaps, but we'll see Maybe we could probably do the zero game before the Chelsea game after as well. Yeah, yeah. Maybe look look back on the sort of 2022 as a whole because it has been a decent year. Only two league defeats in the whole of the year, which isn't bad. Yeah. Is it? Um, so you know, unfortunately, you know, the first one was what maybe cost us winning the league, and the second one may well do as well. We don't know yet, but um, but only two league defeats in a year. That's not bad, is it? Um, so, but uh, we'll, yeah, we'll maybe do that as we'll look back on the year because I think that's been a good year. Lots of lots of great moments that we've all enjoyed uh, being at games and watching the games and meeting new people and all that kind of stuff. So it's been a good year. We need yeah. to maybe look back on that, and it's been a great year on the pitch for the for the team as well. Um, but not 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 any silverware. We want to get some silverware, don't we? Because we've overdue some. And maybe twenty twenty three is the one, isn't it? Maybe one of them trophies will be finding its way to Meadow Park 
Let's hope so, because that would be a great way to, to finish the season. Um, Terry says, yeah, the best show on YouTube. Thanks to you guys. Well, I don't know about the best show on YouTube. Oh, yeah. Um, and hopefully, um, you know, we'll, we'll get more more support for the show next year as well. Um, so that's that, it? Number 10 of the season. It, it was when we, weekly number 10. That's pretty good, isn't it? We've we managed to get 10 done already. Yeah. Um, yeah. And next year's going to be bigger and better because um, we're going to get more consistency in the things. Um, I say tomorrow we are back for the England game. If you want to see a bit of that, then join us for that quarter to seven. We'll go live for that game. And then, of course, Sunday, the big one, Aston Villa women against Arsenal women at Villa Park. And that is going to be a great game as well. Quarter past four kickoff. So join us for that. Before you mm -hmm. leave, don't forget you to do that. Of course, that's really important. Give us a nice like. Um, if you are new, maybe do, um, do that as well, because that would be really helpful to the channel. And also as well, if you want to click on the little bell as well, and then you get notified every time we do a show. So that's what you need to do. Um, so that's that then. Another after Women's Weekly. The, as, as Matt said, and he's right, the weekend officially starts now. We can go and watch the World yeah. Cup there. We're playing Argentina. Repeat of the 1978 final. Um, I'm not sure if it'll be quite as dramatic as that. But anyway, um, we will um, enjoy that. And we'll enjoy England tomorrow. We'll hope that we'll enjoy England tomorrow. And we won't talk about Germany because it'll upset Andreas too much. <laughs> Unfortunately, they're not in the World Cup anymore. <laughs> Who knows? And Brazil are out as well. So there you go. It's all happening, isn't it? It's all happening over in Qatar. It is all happening. So that's going to be fun. Um, so, so thanks for seeing you again to Andreas, as always. Absolutely brilliant to have you back. Um, Matt as well and Amar. We will see you all next Friday for the latest episode of the Arsenal Women's Weekly. Don't forget the two big watch-alongs this weekend. Massive, massive games. It's going to be good fun. It's going to be tense. Will we have any hair left at the end of it? Probably not, but... <laughs> nice. uh, it's going to be another big weekend. So thank all, all you guys for watching. Don't forget, give it a like before you go. We will see you very soon. And in the meantime, as always, of course, come on, you gunners. Come on, Arsenal. Yeah. Come on, England tomorrow as well. Because we want it. We want England to win as well. See you later, guys. Take it easy. Thanks for watching. Thank Right. Bye. Running there of Beth Mead. Beth Mead's in behind plays it across. Clayton Ford's going to score. And she has scored. This fast start has been rewarded for us. <laughs>